What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. What's up, Cowboys Nation, and welcome to another episode of the Cowboys Can Fan Podcast. Brought to you by Fansided and the official home of thelandryhat.com. On today's episode of the podcast, we break down all the news and notes from training camp and discuss uh, what the Cowboys should do with that $20 million they have sitting in cap. Uh, we are joined by our good friend at Boys in the Zone, EJ Savage. Um, he's awesome, and uh, yeah, it was nice to have him back on. We haven't, haven't chatted with him officially in front of you since the draft, so it was nice to catch up. Um, and, uh, of course, if you're just listening to this, uh, this episode via audio, you need to check out our live show every Wednesday and Sunday. Come to uh, Cowboys Can Fan on YouTube or search Cowboys Can Fan. Go to CowboysCanFan.com. All the links are available there. If you search for us, we will show up. Cowboys Can Fan. You know, like Canadian fan. And uh, also, slip into all of our D, slide into all of our DMs, or slip in your choice. Uh, and that's going to be at Cowboys Can Fan on all the social medias. And then also, uh, Boys in the Zone at Boys N in N Boys in the Zone. Just the letter N instead of the word in. Boys in the Zone. That's our homie EJ Savage. Thank you so much. And uh, finally, yes, if you're looking for more than just. Dallas Cowboys talk and you like all sports, uh, you got to check out the Grid Network. That's G-R-Y-D in the word network. Uh, there's a new MMA podcast that's pretty dope as well, so please check that out. All right, enough of me. Let's get into the podcast. We've already pre-cracked them when we've had them. Pre-cracked, bringing the music down now. Letting the boys who are OOO today. We got uh, Aunt Fess, of course, and boys in woo, the woo, zone. Woo, woo. AKA, AKA EJ Savage. There we go. EJ, EJ, it's been a while, man. How have you been? You haven't been on the show for since since the you know, draft? Has it been since the draft? Yeah, I was just thinking about that the other day. I was like, man, I'm going to get on Mike's show twice before I've been back on CanFan. Because I'm wow. going to be on Mike's show tomorrow. And I was like, man, when are they going to ask me? Mike, is and this we Mike We couldn't have that happen. No, you're talking tag. about Mike, Mike Tag, Cowboys Oh, Dave. oh, fuck, Mike yeah. Tag, yep. That's dope. That's dope, yeah. You're yep. like, you, so, he, he's like, he's like hunted you down. And he's like, wait a second, that EJ, that EJ Will McClay Savage was like a dog on the Cowboys Can <laughs> Fan podcast. Let's get exactly. him on the cave. <laughs> Two hey, bandwagon boys over there with the, the Canadian jerseys repping. I see you, Dude, boys. Alex comes. Alex comes running in wearing it. I'm like, well, I can't let my tag team partner come to the ring without a fucking uh, without me showing up in in the same gear. So yeah, I just exactly. wrap it up. The you Royal... guys look like you're ready. It looks like you guys are ready for training camp. You got the Canadian basketball jerseys on. You got the Cowboys camo bucket hats. Are they? Those are bucket hats, right? Oh yeah. We're yeah. Gonna, no, we're no, call no. I wouldn't know. The bucket hats. Training camp hat. They're, training they're, camp they're hat. like Desert Storm yeah. fisherman hats. Those are like the Will McClay scout cap. Man. Yeah, yeah. We're wearing the scout caps, and it's it's oh, uh, yeah. and the in the inside the tag it says some size 
fits most. It doesn't even like not one <laughs> size most. Some size fits most. But I think Unless you're you had right. A big I, dome piece. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. My, and I, you know what? I'm worried that Anth might not fit his hat at training. I have a camp. big fat head. I have a big fat but head. But as you mentioned, that training camp gear, like this is what we'll be rocking. Yeah, except for oh, yeah. Uh, except for all of shorts on, because right now I'm nude from the waist down. Oh, it's hot! Me. It is hot. <laughs> Anyways, hey, um, that, was, that was a that was a lively fucking intro. There. <laughs> that was so when so when we say something and try to jinx something, AJ will already be touching wood. Is that right? Oh yeah! Oh yes. yeah! Oh yeah! Constantly. AJ, hit it! Hit it! Knock on it! <laughs> Knock on wood it! Wood to wood, right there, man. Knock on it's it, like, son. It's like ding, ding, ding. It's like a tin no, man. That sounds like steel. Um, <laughs> and since they're out of office, I can't play my boner soundbite. So I guess it's just going to have to be. Come on. I know. I know. Just one one thing we missed last week. So it's a little bit of a le- uh, less uh, relevant now. But still, sometime in the last two weeks, the Cowboys hit the 10,000th day of them not uh, reaching, I believe, the um, NFC, NFC championship game. Yeah. So 10, I did see that days. Holy 10,000 days, man. That is wild. But you know what, Alex Johnson, mm-hmm. I'm doxing you, by the way. Why? Th- this is, I feel, I'm just saying, I just doxed oh. you there by saying your full oh, name. Oh, okay. But <laughs> yes, it's been 10,000, it's been 10,000 days, but I am feeling very good about this squad going into this season. I honestly, this is probably the, the best I've felt about a Cowboys team at this point of the season since maybe 2014. I would say probably since 2014, and I'm ready for it. I, I have high hopes for this for this team, man. I have I have two yep. routes. Two routes we can take our conversation. They're both going to end up at the same place. Okay. Um, do you guys want to just open up right now and talk about Cowboys got 20 million in the bank? Um, I want to talk about that in 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 multiple ways. We can figure that out on the fly, or do you want to save that? And maybe go into some Tuesday mini camp takeaways, discuss some things, and then we can come back and decide what we should do with that twenty milli. I mean, well, s- since you guys have the training camp outfits on, let's roll with that. Yeah, okay, I like, I like that. it. I like it. So I, I like it. I, I fuck with that. So there's there's um three different websites, and they all kind of have a different point of view. Uh, blogging, blogging the boys, uh, the Landry Hat, our home. And uh, SI, which I think is Sports Illustrated still or something. Yeah, it's, it's, that's Sports <laughs> I think, Illustrated. I, I yeah. think it is. I, I just saw SI, and, and no, that's you're what correct. I wrote with. Um, <laughs> but they each – these are the – these guys do a really good job, and I, I um, each of them have a little bit of different notes. So I want to just go through each of those, and we can, you know, just make our fucking comments like we normally do. So this is like blog, Blogging the Boys. You should see it coming up. Um. Let me get in there. So this is by uh, Dalvi- David Halprin. Um, and oh, Halpy. His friends call him Halpy. Yeah. Hey, help me, Halpy. <laughs> you piece of <laughs> shit. Get over here. Um, he's always getting noogies, too. The- <laughs> get over yeah. here. My article, article Halpy. <laughs> uh, look at. <laughs> Mike in that fucking safety helmet. Uh, the it's latest. Oh, man, I forgot going. about I forgot about these helmets, man. Obviously, they're obviously they're they're mainstay now. These helmets at this time of the year. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they're they're all you will. It's called the totalitarian shuffle or totalitarian toe tip. It's that for alliteration, and it's you never. It's like a slowly, slowly, slowly. 
you shuffle the the uh, restraints around players, and and they're just trying to prevent any injury they can that's not on the football field to preserve mm-hmm. the the money games, right? Um, and they well, we ever oh. see these stupid fucking helmets in regular season? Do you there's think? a chance preseason. There's I a, bet I bet they'll they'll mm. t- I I wouldn't doubt it that we see some sort of thing like this in the O-line and D-line, at least the O-linemen. For preseason or like... On their helmet. Like, I'm not saying this is the final thing, but I bet you in a few... Like, maybe it'll be inside the helmet, but the helmet will be larger for the O-linemen because they're batting battering rams every single fucking play, right? So... Like, you're saying maybe possibly a bigger helmet that pad inside. Yeah, I'm saying that's where it would probably go for O-linemen. But everyone else, I mean... The play once the players start complaining about it affecting their game, they, they will back yeah, off. Yeah, they all look like Darth Helmet running around there, fucking looking for the Schwartz <laughs> and Spaceballs. Holy shit! Yeah, not a big yeah. fan. They look, they look like he looks uh, like he has R two D two on his head, man. Yeah, exactly. yeah he, he looks like a golf. He looks like a golf ball ready to be teed off on. I, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. like it. Micah D two. <laughs> okay, so what is uh, yeah. uh, what is Helpy saying here? Well, first thing to note here. Well, he kind of he went out there and he he's doing what I'm doing. He's doxing so I'm, you? I'm kind of it's very meta. He's doing what I'm doing. He went out there and collected articles, and now I'm collecting his article in a group of articles. That's what we do here on so the Cowboys Cat Fan Podcast. That's we how break. you get the most bang oh, yeah. for your buck. So we break the wall. Um, kicker woes. Tristan Vizcano did what he could today to quiet the the scuttle by going eight for eight field goals, 33, 35, 38, 40, 43, 65, 47, and 55 yards. Ooh, he's just hitting some big ones. Over. Some yeah. big ones too. 65. I like he. And they say range hasn't been the question, um, but he's proven uh, uh, that the question remains if he can stay consistent. And he just did just that on Tuesday. So that's kind of the summary. Uh, there for the kicker. Well, I'm going to ask EJ this. EJ, are you comfortable going in with this dude as our start with, as our place kicker? Are you are you comfortable no. at all with that? Nah, we I I'm anticipating us to sign a better kicker later down the road. If this is a guy that we give a chance from from a different league, XFL, something like that, or if it's a veteran guy that we bring in, um, either option's better than Tristan, in my opinion. Um, but we'll see. You know, I think that Jerry Jones was even joking about some, with some boxer that, hey, we might have a place on the team for as a kicker for you. So <laughs> I think that it's, it's written on the walls that we are going to bring in another kicker. It's just when and who. Hey, I agree. There's there's a lot of guys out there currently, and I I, I don't feel comfortable with this dude. Tristan, I'm sorry. I, you went eight for eight, but uh, not comfortable in the way – the kicking game has affected the Cowboys team in the last three or four mm. years so much that I yeah. just can't go with an unknown. Crack him if you got out of major. Yeah, and here's the thing. Good for him. Like, get this on your, your resume. And, um, you know, but the, the reality is there's just too many good free agent kickers out there that they'd roll into the season with this guy. Like, mm-hmm. even if we get the the last of that tier of uh, uh, kicker that you're kind of um, – the handful there that's left, I'd still take that, of course. And but you never know; this guy might just fucking wow us in preseason if he makes it that far. And then, shit, not banking on it. Ultra Cowboys giving a hot take saying that uh, he believes the Cowboys are going to sign Gold, uh, Gould, or Crosby before training camp. Gould, uh, Gould, Gold. Ro- Robbie Gould, <laughs> Robbie. You know, I actually, I, I mean, I might truthfully prefer Mason Crosby. 
over those two? Do you guys have any opinions on, on either I of those guys? I had him on fantasy football, and he uh, he didn't disappoint me. So I, I don't know the intricacies of the kickers, but for me, and maybe you could rank them in an order, but I think the tier is gold, uh, Crosby, and then who's the other guy's suck up? There might be another. Yep. another oh, yeah, suck up. Yep. There, there might be one more. I can't remember. But anyways, between those three guys, I mean, I hear gold a lot, and it would be really awesome to have him kick a win- winning field goal to put us uh, – to, to get that monkey of uh, 49ers off our backs and and mm-hmm. ooh I like that you know? I like that that ooh, would be steal their kicker and then that would be hilarious <laughs> oh my god that's a good story I, that's the that only is. reason I, that, I only want gold now I only want gold now let's get him although same thing with Crosby I'd like to take Crosby and beat uh, even the Packers uh, granted the Packers don't have Aaron Rodgers anymore it would still feel mm-hmm. sweet with either of those guys beating either of those teams in any type of big game by a kick. Yeah, I like that. Good backstory. Yeah. Um, the removal of Tony Pollard from minicamp as he recovers from a leg injury suffered in the final game of the season has created a window of opportunity for just about any ball carrier on the roster with the first team. Rico Dowdle, Malik Davis, Ronald Jones uh, was featured, were featured most. And while Deuce Fawn was mainly featured with the second team, he did get some first team reps out there in the backfield and lined up, lined up on on uh, wide out as well. Yeah. You know, I think that uh, Deuce Vaughn, he's going to have a similar role to a Lance Dunbar in the past, kind of that pass catcher on third downs, if it's third and distance. And uh, he, he can do some things in the past passing game. Uh, I do not expect him to get a lot of carries, but as far as uh, what this article is talking about, the running back room is really wide open after Tony Pollard. So it's going to be a train training camp battle. Yeah, and and we don't even know the if the running back room settled yet, right? There's I, I don't know if I'm gonna I'm gonna audible a little bit off of AJ's plan here, Go and I'm it. sure we're about I'm sure we're going to talk about this because I've seen what we're talking about in this podcast. But Dalvin Cooks out there, there's still some guys mm-hmm. that might be camp cuts that fit with the team better than a guys that's uh, better than a guy that is currently on the roster. So not only is the running back room wide open, but I still think there's a maybe a player two a player or two out there that the Cowboys might bring in who could be the second running back on the team. Yep. Well, interestingly enough, because we will go ahead, right, and and have a discussion. Uh, it's appropriate for Dalvin Cook, but it there was kind of some, because uh, we, we, we love what we saw out of Davis last year, and then there was a lot of questions why he didn't come and play uh, on the 49ers. Um, and definitely when, when, when T when TP 20 went down. Yeah. So TP 20 went down, mm-hmm. obviously everyone knows in the divisional round. And after that, all they did was stuck with Zeke who's wasn't producing in that game. And we've been pretty big Malik Davis fans, right? So we were screaming, come on, let's get some carries for some other guys. And then, yeah, mm-hmm. there, there was some big news that we saw Deffy talks Cowboys post, which was Brian brought us who covers the Cowboys dropping some crazy news. And I think Broadus was actually, he was, I think this was on uh lot laws cast. This was, was I, I, yeah, yeah. That they were doing I, this? I believe so. I was watching a little, little bit, didn't hear this, but then when you shared it, um, so this is what originally was kind of said about why Davis didn't uh, get that chance in the game. And I'm going to summarize it. Uh, they said that he was asking questions like, am I going to get a chance and why, why work hard mm. if I'm not going to get that opportunity? And of course, on a team that's like, come on, man, that's a huge no-no. Um, and the coaching staff wanted 
to uh, work with what they have and let him just not get any touches or get get that single touch. So, my my mm-hmm. thoughts though, when you shared this, and there was there has been an update. There th- has been an update. I, I, I wanted to share it for the show. Yep. Was okay if this is true. Yep. So the Cowboys. This must have been leading up to the game where we were saying this. I can't can't imagine he's saying it on the sideline of the game. Okay. Right. So so this happened like with time to prep. So. If he's having this and and you're saying we're not going to play this guy um, because of that, well, do you shoot yourself in the foot when you need him? Or is it kind of like, fuck it, let's get what we need out of him and cut him next year? He's still on the team. So when I read this, I was like, it just doesn't, it doesn't add up that they, they would have cut him. They would have already cut him. The they would have cut him probably after that game if 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 they were like, we're not going to play you because this is your attitude. Well, what are you going to? wait a week and see if he comes out of his room and has a different ad. Like I'm just saying things move quickly and, and it it didn't add up for me, but yeah, I I thought the same thing when Malik Davis is a guy that grinded to get to the position that he's been at. He's probably put in a lot of work to get to the spot that he, that he's in right now. Right. Undrafted free agent Mm -hmm. guy came to a team that was pretty much set at their running back position. Every time the guy touched the ball, he was successful. I found it kind of weird that he would now be saying, saying oh yeah why put the work in if i'm never going to get a chance that in the nfl man these guys aren't like that Uh, most of the guys like that that come from undrafted free agents to make america's team i just it just doesn't seem in their personality so when the update came out it made a little bit more sense i thought the same thing as you alex i was like i i I don't know doesn't seem like he would have been saying that i I mean believable sorry sorry uh ej what believable but i was like I don't know. I, it something it rubbed me wrong, and and so then uh, we have uh, Malik Davis. Uh, oh, whether this was on Twitter, EJ, EJ. Uh, you're just gonna save it. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Say what you're gonna say, EJ, and that fucking gorgeous, oh. that gorgeous beard of yours. I know. Uh, well, I was just gonna say is like if if Malik Davis was feeling some type of way, he should have known. I mean, that that's how the Cowboys coaching staff uh, acts in the first place. I mean, it took how many years just to get Tony Pollard on the field. I mean, That's- they wasted the, the majority of his career not getting him on the field because they thought that, oh, Zeke's going to get back. Zeke's going to do this. Zeke's going to do that because he was the fourth pick in the draft in 2016. You've wasted so much potential with a guy that you drafted in, what, the fourth round with Tony Pollard? They don't care about an undrafted free agent. Like, they're not going to put you on the field just because you're doing some stuff in practice, you know? But um, as far as cutting him, if that was an option, I mean, I think after the season ends, you technically can have as many players as you want on your roster until that final cuts. And then another point is we fired our our, uh, running back coach, Skip Pete, and now we have a different guy, um, Blasco, Jeff Blasco. So um, who knows? All those points are um, valid from you guys as well. But I don't know if if Brian Broaddus has heard something. I mean, he's in the building, but – Truthfully, nobody will know until it comes out if Malik actually says it. Well, you know? Malik came out as one way, one yay on Twitter, and he says, "Like ain't that's saying that's not oh who that's not Malik." What's who's Malik? Who is it then? He, he's he's saying leak ain't say nothing like that. Oh, leaks. Okay, so who is one way, one yay? I I searched him up here earlier, but uh, I saw the blit verified, and I was like, "Oh, okay, this must be M- M- Malik." Uh, no, like Malik's. this does this doesn't um. This isn't confirmed anything. opinion. I'm just saying, uh, Deffy put put out that post from. I mean, we are getting really uh, what's conspiracy, that movie? Conspiracy? No, no, Inception. Inception. This is an Inception right now. <laughs> Wherever it came from, 
he was just clarifying, and so I wanted to just bring that up here as well. There's still a mystery if it, if it's true or not. Uh, and, you, and you make sense. That's a good point. Uh, like, it's like he still might be, for example, now he could still be on that cut list unless he proves X, Y, and Z. Because there was there'd be no benefit to cutting a if he had the skills that they wanted still, you know, like yeah. mm-hmm. during the season, there's a difference there perhaps um, because that guy's taking up fucking cap space. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Hey, no. hey, AJ, go ahead and search up how big uh, Malik Davis is compared to like a Ronald Jones. Foot because size, hand size. What are we looking at? Wiener size. Just, just height and weight. And general stuff girth. Like that. Okay, yeah, square curve, yep. kilometers of Malik Davis. <laughs> How big is the Earth? No, Malik Davis. Uh, Malik Davis. I'm pretty sure he's. I mean, he's like just, five, hey. he's like five nine two two oh five or something like that. We, are, we have looked at him. Are we That's gonna, my guess. Are we gonna, That's my guess. Are we gonna call him Malik anymore? I feel like we have to now call him Leek. Leek. Like, I like Lick or Lick. I like Lick. I like Leek, but then Alex is gonna call him Lick the whole time. So. <laughs> This is a message for all the Pan Fanomaniacs. We are a special interest group who have taken over the airways. We demand you listen to the following advertisements if you wish to hear your precious Cowboys Can Fan podcast again. Start the ads! This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. You've done well. We will allow you to return to your favorite Dallas Cowboys podcast, but mark our words, we will return. <laughs> do you know? Do we know it's Malik? Malik? It's Malik. Yeah, it's, it's yes, it's Malik. Malik. It's you're the only person on the face of the Manic. fucking earth that calls him Malik. So if you're gonna be the only person that calls him Lick, I think that's just Malik. As funny. Hey man, I'm phonetic. He's five eleven on the on ESPN five eleven two oh two. Yeah, so and then, I'd say and then search up Rojo. Yeah, because I, I don't think that they're gonna want to carry two smaller well, running backs and Deuce Vaughn and Malik Davis the, if they have that right. potential to have a bigger guy. You know well, what I mean? Well, when they dropped the, earlier this week, and when we, I, I, I feel like we'll get into it, but when they talked about, um, they're not done making moves yet. <clears throat> Even with people that they have in positions, they're not, they're not done possibly mm-hmm. making trades or making adjustment changes. To me, that could be like, okay, are they going to get rid of Rojo and, and bring in Dalvin Cook? Like that, that's where my brain goes automatically. But that's also because I, I jump right on the rumor mill right away. Yeah, ads yeah. like, yep, the Cowboys—they're—they're they're getting them. Yeah, <laughs> I already pre-ordered my my cook uh cook Cowboys jersey. What number would he be? Because he was four in in Minnesota, wasn't he? Oh, what number would he be? Oh, what else? What I'm not—I'm not a number 44? purist, anyways. Can he? Be what I'll say? What I'll say about this? Uh, someone had posted on the Cowboys can fan Instagram, they were saying Rico Dowdle is more so like a guy that would replace Zeke's production opposed to any of the other guys. Like EJ saying you have Ronald Jones, Tony Pollard, Tony Pollard's actually bigger than probably Ronald Jones and yeah, um, yeah. Malik Davis, right? Like those two dudes, you're, you're right. You're not going to keep both of them yeah. because they both sort of fill the same role. Well, remember, remember preseason mm-hmm. last year, 
I don't know how many he, he might have not had. He might have had eight fucking carries for all I know. Uh, uh, Rico Dowdle, but we liked both of them. Him and Davis, Dowdle and Davis. We were like, oh, this is. They were both running the b- ball well, and then I think Dowdle got injured. Yep. Um, and then we went full fucking Davis after that. So who knows? Dowdle could come back and continue where he left off. Yeah, I just I think that. Lot. One of the things is but we got is, that new running back coach. So who really knows who who this coach is tied to? This is a, a completely um, clean slate as far as I mean. Tony Pollard obviously is going to be on the team, but after that, it really is a clean slate on who will make the team because this is a new guy in here. He doesn't have his favorites. He doesn't have that chemistry with them in the room yet. So um, it, only time will tell really for this running back group. So yo, it, Rojo, five foot eleven, two hundred and twenty five pounds. That's the back I like. That's, that's f- actually not. I thought he was smaller than that. He looks. He looks. He definitely Rojo, looks smaller than Rojo is relatively young still too, because he came out really early from college. Two-time Super Bowl winner. Um, he's, st- he's still in his his ability to play NFL football. Ultra saying Cowboys not investing more money in the running back position. They will roll with their Pro Bowl RB and two young guys. He's probably right. Mm-hmm. Um. He- I, I, but I mean, that's, that's, Ultra's been Ultra's been on a little bit of uh, being wrong on everything he says. You no, know, Ultra. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing: is last year the Cowboys, or no, not last year. This current year, right now, with what the money they still owe Zeke and paying uh, Tony Pollard on the franchise tag, they are, I think, nineteenth ranked in the league amongst wide receivers. Um, so teams that pay their wide receivers. The Cowboys, if you were just taking CD or not CD, Tony Pollard and Zeke's contracts and put them in with the groups of, of wide receivers, we would be 19th in the league or something like that on running backs. So yeah. he has a good point. You know, we are we are spending a lot of money on running backs right now. They, but if you can get a good deal, I mean, right, right now, running backs are so fucking cheap that if you can true. still you if you can still upgrade to a, mm-hmm. a for sure talent. I mean, Dalvin Cook will obviously cost a more money than we probably want to spend on a running back. Yeah. But if you can get a camp cut casualty, a CCC is what we call them around here. Triple if C. You get a camp, triple C. If you can get a triple C for like 3 million a year, why not? Or, I mean, I mean, there's still mm-hmm. the talks that Zeke even comes back possibly for, if you could get Zeke for two or 3 million, why wouldn't you just get him on the team? To be okay. honest. Okay. Okay. <gasps> we got uh, it. We got it. Sorry, go I'm ahead. just going to give uh, ultras. Uh, so I was just going to say, Sean dubbed saying we need more online depth. I don't trust none of the backups. I was just going to say, take some of that money, invest in some backups because I know Anth was stressing while we were rating all our, our all of our mm-hmm. positional players. Um, Ultra Cowboy claps back and says, "Not wrong. You guys have been wrong believing in Dak. Play- <laughs> you guys have been wrong in playoff, <laughs> playoff Dak. Yeah, but we wear it. Awesome. We wear when we're wrong. Like, yeah. yes, I'm I'm wrong lots." <laughs> All the time. You know, um, who brought up the uh, O-line depth uh, uh, Sean, Sean dubbed. <laughs> Sean, so here's here's a question for you guys. So let's say that um, the options are Zeke, uh, Brandon Cooks gets dropped, but you have to pay him minimum $5 million, or Dalton Reisner, which is a guard. Um, which three of those options would you would you pick up? And actually, I'll add wait, in another wait, wait. one. Dal- Brandon or Dalvin Cook? Uh, Dalvin Cook. Did okay. I say something else? Yeah, you okay? Yeah, thought, you said Brandon. You oh, did sorry, say, sorry. Yeah, okay, so that uh, this Dalvin makes Cook. More sorry. Sense. So Dalvin yeah. Cook, Zeke, Dalton Reisner, and then I'll add in a, a, another one just just for giggles. Marcus Peters, the corner. I'm going guard, to be honest, man. Dalton I Reisner. Think, yeah, I'm going with Reisner just because there's been some pretty good 
talks about that Eric Scott Jr. coming out of camp. Maybe he's, or I know it's mini camp and OTAs. Mm-hmm. It's like, how much can you actually put into it? But I do think our guard position is still up in the air, like so much, man, mm-hmm. that I, I, we, we didn't address it, address it enough in the draft. Well, and if there's a guard for some money at, at the same price that a cornerback or a running back would be, I would rather grab the guard. This this is this is something I want to ask us uh, before we keep looking here at the uh, highlights of the Cowboys training camp. <laughs> so I'm going to read off the names that are in contention, and then I need you to give me your four, your backfield four, your your best four. Okay. Okay. EJ, he's yep. speaking to you. You're going first here. Yeah, you go first. Yep. And and I'm going to read off the ones that are on the team, and there's going to be some that are off the team, and you just tell us how you think it could work and how we'd get them. Doesn't matter. Yep. Make it up. We're having fun. Um. So of course we got TP20, then Davis, Dowdle, Rojo, and Deuce, and I also will add with an asterisk if you want to play with them, Hunter. Hunter Lepke, 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 Lepke. Then there, of course, is on who's not on the team, but you know, make it interesting how they get on the team. Dalvin Cook potentially, just because Cowboys are involved in every single fucking trade, and then mm-hmm. re-signing Zeke for whatever it would be, and he comes in and plays a part. So for me, and if there's I someone would... I m- missed, sorry, we can add them, but I think that is the list so far. Yeah, for me, I'd save my money on the Dalvin Cook thing. Um, he's injury prone a little bit. So um, not that he's not a good player. I just think that you have some big contracts um, in the future. You can roll over cap into the next year. So um, I, I'd pass on Dalvin Cook. I would say TP, obviously, he's going to be on the team. After that, i go with Rojo, then Deuce Vaughn. Those are my three running backs. The other guys can go practice squad. Hunter Lipke, I think personally is going to be a fullback slash tight end hybrid. He's going to take Sean McKeon's spot. Um, I said that on the video I dropped last night. Um, and then um, as far as those other guys, like I said, they'll just fill into the practice squad or uh, be on a different team. I like it. I, I like it too. And I'm 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 liking the idea of me wearing a, a Lepke jersey. I said it a couple podcasts. I'm a jer- I'm a jersey guy, so I'm just trying to figure out oh, who yeah. I'm going to dabble with this year. I do think you wearing Deuce Vaughn, no, no. me wearing Lepke, it'll be a great Le- match. Lepke um, replacing McKeon, although I, I mean, you know, breaking up. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's look, it's season two of of Clone Zone. You shuffle around some characters, and McKeon might have to get cut to bring in Hunter, the Sco- new hot stuff. Yeah, Schooner is a sailboat. Is going to come in and say, "Fuck the Clone well, Zone. We're making the hybrid zone," and he's going to say, "McKeon, you're out," yeah. and I'm bringing in Lepke. I like it. like one thing about Sean McKeon though, a lot of people don't realize is Sean McKeon was out of Michigan as well. The reason why he was on the team was specifically for his blocking because of the system that they run there at Michigan. You got Luke uh Schoonmaker now. So he's kind of a redundancy at this point. Plus, Luke gives you a lot more in the passing game, yeah. more athletic profile. So um I just I mean, I like McKeon. Um I think I I've had a had his mom like one of my tweets before. So he's a cool dude. She but uh, I wouldn't say that, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, either way, you know, um, he, you know, practice squad, put him on the practice squad. I'm willing to keep him. Pencil him in. Pencil, Pencil him in on the I, P squad. I like I like the your list there also. Yeah. Rojo said Rojo has showed some stuff in the NFL. He's had some pretty good seasons. He had a couple issues with fumbling 
with the Bucks. I mean, last year with mm-hmm. the Chiefs, he didn't really get a chance because they had a bunch of young guys that were just doing so well that they didn't want to get them out of the rhythm. But it maybe he finds a second wind and a second chance or a third chance even with the Cowboys and can just be that guy enough that we're not missing Zeke at all. It, I, my biggest worry, mm-hmm. my biggest worry is losing the the blocking aspect of Zeke's game. Zeke wasn't breaking anything bigger than ten yard run last year. Let's be honest, he just wasn't. It wasn't happening. If we can get explosiveness outside with our second and third running backs, I think that's a huge win. And 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 look, Zeke. We knew when he was getting t- hit at the two and a half yard line, it was going to be a three and a half yard carry, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that's what came out of Zeke. What you just said, Anth, if you about Rojo mm-hmm. up until the Cleveland part, <laughs> uh, you could have that was describing Zeke. He had fumble, fumble issues and he dealt with them. Uh, the only difference is, is Zeke was playing the the main role. And Rojo would have to come in and just clean up where he needs to. I do like that um, combo. Do I? Th- I. Th- I mean, maybe I'll get hate for it, but fuck it. I'm gonna say it, guys. I think it might just be as strong as the combo last year. Maybe, um, possibly. You know, and I'm not taking anything away from the games that Zeke performed, but once and it happened t- two years in a row. Once he got whatever injury it was, but, but he still played. His game dropped significantly, noticeably. Everyone saw it. Um, but, you know, they just kept pushing the fucking button because that's what you do when you're crazy. <laughs> well, there was twenty. There was 22 touchdowns from Zeke in 2021 and 2022 combined. They need to be yeah. able to yeah, replicate exactly. those those touchdowns. I don't give a fuck if it's with Deuce Vaughn and Rojo. They just have to do it. You, you have to be able to score from the two-yard line, the three-yard line at a consistency that Zeke did. And if we can find that player, was it you Zeke know, or was it our O-line? Who knows? Yeah. You know what I think that we're going to bring back um, and we're going to try to mold Michael Gallup into the old Des with the fades and the end zone and stuff like that. Because one thing that Michael Gallup does well is box out corners and he has the body control to get his feet inbounds and make a touch, make a play, make a touchdown. So, um, and especially with Dalton uh, Schultz out of the picture now, you're talking about um, the Cowboys who love to throw on the first down inside of the red zone. Um, and they'd like to get those little quick tight end rollouts to a touchdown pass. Um, without him, it's unknown as far as tight ends go. So uh, be be on the lookout for uh, Gallops to be utilized a lot more down in the red zone. Yeah, and, and rumor has it that Dalton Schultz still has his Dallas Cowboys Google alerts being sent to his email. <laughs> oh, 100% he does. <laughs> He's no, still he on does. full Twitter block mode. Hundred percent. Crack him if you got him. Crack him if you got um, him, son. Get it in you, kid. All right. Well, here's the next point, guys. And I think this one is a another interesting conversation. I think we kind of hit on it, but O line, it's not sexy, but it's something that the Dallas Cowboys have been proud of. And they should be. Uh, But here's what happened. Uh, If you're wondering what the Cowboys front five will look like in 2023, well, after experimenting in OTAs, they started minicamp with Tyrants. Don't, don't, fucking don't, 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 (laughs) don't. With T. Smith at left tackle and Tyler Smith taking left guard (laughs) duties. And uh, Matt Willetsko playing the role of right tackle one in the absence of a recovering Terrence Steele. Wow. Interesting. What do you guys think, EJ? What do you think about Willetsko going 
going into the season with Willetsko as a right tackle. Outside kind of, of Ale- scary. Outside mm-hmm. of Alex saying his name perfectly, but not. I know it, he, he str- yeah. struggles with Tyron Smith and then just kills Willetsko. <laughs> yeah, because that awesome. that's fucking <laughs> East Block. I know East Block. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So an- another thing with with the. Um, O-line is we don't really know what to expect. Another new offensive uh, line coach this year. So, um, and this dude's old school from what I've heard. Um, so he might just want the big dudes in there. And I think Willetsko is one of those bigger guys. Um, we'll see. I, I do think that if Terrence still can get back and be ready for week one, uh, he will be the the starter at right tackle. But um, truthfully, if this was my team and what I would do, if Steele isn't ready week one, I would slide Tyler or Tyron Smith over there at right tackle again. Tyler at left tackle, uh, Chuma Adoga or uh, Matt Let's go in there at left guard instead. I, that I would be more comfortable with that, to be honest. Yep. Well, look, the problem was last year. Well, Let's go actually had some praise. I remember. I remember that he's a big boy. He's got a big body. He got injured though. And here's the problem is with a big body person, and I'm a small body person, so I could be a completely biased. Crack him if you got him. Crack him if you got him, son. Um, it, th- those injuries, like you just got to think. I'm uh, five foot eight. Um, I was born the same year as LeBron James. He's six foot eight. He, <laughs> like his, uh, his effort, crack me if you got him. His effort to reach down and tie his shoe is using so much more force than mine, just on a day to day level, and that's a simple fucking thing to do. So, like this big guy, I think he's like six seven, six eight, or something like that. He's a he's a massive body with a huge wingspan. He's got a lot of torque on all of his joints that are more so than than anyone else. So yeah. that body size just might be. And we've talked about that that before. It just might be outside of the bell curve of like what is optimum for right. a, for a for a human. When you so, I don't know. I think he might have the skill, but if the problem is if you can't keep up, then so what? We're back at square one now and deal and trying to fill the the same hole. So I'm not you excited. About, I'm not excited about it. But if he can yeah. come in and play, I don't know, fifteen twenty percent of of snaps on the O-line and does it well and fills in and gives other guys breaks. That's the role I'm, I will want out of. Well, let's go. You would rather him be a swing tackle than your starting right tackle, basically. Yeah. And, and, and mm-hmm. maybe if he does well enough in guard too, he can throw, be thrown in there for a little bit, whatever on certain plays that it makes sense. But, um, you know, I, I don't feel comfortable with him out at uh, right tackle one, unless it's like, we're basically going to play him and he's going to get injured. That's just my thought on his body size is it, it's going to wear down in three weeks and well something's going to blow. Ultra Cowboy saying, well, let's go as an athlete was recruited as a tight end. Mm. I don't disagree. I don't think it's. But look, I'm nearly a 38. You know, I'm, I'm nearly a 39 year old man. And, uh, you know, I get fucking aches and pains and I'm not doing shit all day. No, I, I mean, I, <laughs> these guys are playing football. No, I, I agree. I agree with you. I, I, I even when I do. Some like really a couple hours of physical activity that it's like a four day recovery for me. I'm not comparing, I just mean like, like every, every. No, we're definitely comparing us to no, professional no. athletes for no, sure. We're, we are. We're, we're it's it's every year is another year of getting closer to the point where the body just will break down. The mind can't make the body do mm-hmm. what it's supposed to do. <laughs> Yet. 
yet. I mean, get up, you idiot! Get you know, up! Apple brings out those vision goggles. We got AI that's able to build whatever you want. I feel like we're there's one we're one pill away from having that recovery that recovery thing Ooh. coming for those old from old dudes. You know. Yep. I cut um, EJ off. I thought EJ was going to say something, so I was trying to finish my my my. No, bit no, there. you're good. I was just going to say I w- I'm wondering uh, how uh, awesome Richards is doing. Um, yeah, haven't our, heard our anything. fifth round fifth round draft pick because he is he started uh the majority i think he started like 36 out of the 37 games in college at um left tackle um i don't see him having the um body type to kick inside right now so i'm wondering um are they trying to play him at tackle is he going to be the swing tackle what's their plan for him now um unless they're just trying to bulk him up and use him as a, a draft and stash player so interested to see um if if there's any camp battle between him and well, let's go. Right. That's what I want. I kind of want this, like a, someone that we're not talking about really, or most people aren't talking about to have an amazing yeah. camp, have an amazing preseason. And then by, by week one, we're like, Oh man, we didn't even see this coming. Right. I'm hoping that's kind of our, and it might be a high, high hopes, but I hope that's kind of the fix for the offensive line. We don't know at this point who the mm-hmm. starting five offensive linemen are going to be going into week one. It's going to take, training camp it's going to take the three preseason games until they actually know who's going in and that's the that's the fun part of tra- about training camp oh yeah and and the uh at the end of the day we if if he is a stash and play player for, at a fifth round i think that's you know, fine I, I, i'm totally happy with that if he if he even comes in and plays on the field that's a huge fucking you know mm. check mark um so but yeah. yeah, I have I it's been it's been fucking crickets about Asim Richards and as far as like my minor I don't know scope of the Cowboys news. I haven't heard a peep. Could be bad, could be good. Could be no bad. News could be is good. good news some sometimes. Yeah. Maybe, Maybe it's just inside I'm just hitting Jerry. I'm hitting That's Jer- kind of I'm hitting Jerry's so, salt machine. <laughs> that's kind of one of the reasons why I liked that fourth preseason game. Because you got yeah. that just that extra one game to kind of see those later draft picks and really keep your eye on those guys. Um, interested to see, you know, what he has. So you, he, the thing about that is a huge hit. So the players have the players pay didn't necessarily it, it, it's increasing along with the cap, um, the cap space basically, right? Like how much cap they increase. It's it, but they didn't get, uh, well. Maybe the NFL has to kick something out, but they didn't necessarily get an everyone get an increase in their dollar value for the extra game, so they lose money there. Then also the players who are trying to get on a team lose an opportunity to to get yeah. on the, to play, and on top of it, now you are are just having a your job is longer now. Well, you better make it rain out when you when you get your chances well, as this fifth round pick, the sixth round pick, the seventh round pick. Man, you got three preseason games. Fucking make it happen show if you out. want to make it NFL. Yeah, well, show out if you want well, to make yeah, this team. Yeah. Uh, Ultra Ultra says uh, Cowboys hit on Maletsko. That will give them cap flexibility by not having to sign steel. And then Dwayne, then Dwayne Brown still said, very oh. debatable. Yeah, still very stupid. Like well, Ultra, you say some crazy shit. But Terrence Steele was on his way to a Pro Bowl, maybe even an All Pro season last year before his injury. <clears> and then then we're gonna have this guy that we've never even seen in the offense. I think like, he's saying if yeah. they like, he's just saying, I don't think he's saying 
they hit on him. I think he's saying if they hit, if they actually No, no, hit he on definitely Willetsko. said Cowboys hit on Willetsko. He didn't say if. He said they hit on him. So I'm going to call well, him out I, for I, that. It's, he's unproven. It's like people saying, it's like saying Deuce Vaughn's the, the second coming of Darren Sproles. Uh, or it's like, it's like saying any draft pick right now uh, or any guy that's never played in the NFL is a surefire position taker from a guy that's done it in the nfl uh, so well, I, so one deuce Vaughn is d- the next darren sprawls <laughs> whatever right he literally is bro he trained him bro come yeah. on now bro <laughs> no James but Cole. uh what i was gonna say is um i believe and go go ahead and check me on this if it's if it's not true but i believe that uh terrence Steele is a restricted free agent so he's actually going to be cheaper to sign than um a guy that's unrestricted uh, which means that you can sign him for less money to keep him because you were the guy that kind of groomed him and developed him and found him out of the un- undrafted uh, free agents. So hey, I, be careful. We we took heat one time for saying groomed in an episode. Oh someone, yeah, did we? Someone <laughs> messaged someone messaged us for saying grooming. No, you Stop could, using grooming. You, Stop saying grooming in a good way. It's like get it's, the fuck out of here. Like, get the yeah fuck off. Let's, hey, <laughs> sometimes grooming is good. Yeah, like I but groom my sports, dog. They must have been Canadian. Yeah. yeah, no, there was it, it was an American. They they messed up on a lot of their hey, a lot um, of their words. I I hate to bust the bubble, but he's a UFA in t- twenty twenty four. Unrestricted. Oh, he, he is unrestricted. He is. now now this is okay. on on Spot Track, which is the weirdest fucking uh, name for a sports. And website. it just crashed. It just crashed your entire computer. No, they're um. Okay. Okay. Me... So Ultra said, "Yeah, he's restricted this year, next year on the UDA." Okay. Uh, okay. okay. So... I, I'm gonna trust the boys, not not fucking a, a website that can't even hey. spell sport correctly. <laughs> just because. I, so just I just want to go back because uh, Ant's not reading Ultra's comments. They are talking the same way about Willetsko as they were talking about Steel in 2021. You hit on Willetsko, you get a starter and an extra third round comp pick for Steel. If if and then he goes if. And then I don't. And then I don't know where this came from. We're Cause, throwing cause, ifs. Cause we're throwing what? ifs around. And guess what? We weren't a podcast in 2020. So you guys were bashing Steele in 2020, and you are saying he is a Pro Bowler now. Yeah, he has not made the Pro Bowl. Hey, yet. he was Ultra. He was things. I said he was having a Pro Bowl season. He did. And guess what, Ultra? Things change. What happened in 2020 with Steele? If we were bashing him, stays in 2020. Yeah. Right, AJ? No, well, it happens. I'm saying, like, if a player progresses to a really good player in two years, I'm not going to go back and say, yeah, they played good in 2020. Like, they they didn't, and now they are. I, I don't know what yeah. to tell you, man. Like, things change. People change. <laughs> well, things change, I, ultra. People change. I want to hear your guys' opinion. You Do you think that Steele was a top 25 tackle last year? Yeah. Right tackle. I do. Top, a top, top 25. 20. That top, top 20. I don't Would know. you say top 20 or no? He they look at look at the offensive drop off once he got injured. That's all I'll say. So that's for me, fair. I would say I would say he's like top 17-ish. Yeah, Ooh, I would say I, that's wow. fair. You don't you don't let as a right tackle, not tackles overall. Um, okay, okay. Okay, that changes things. Yes. Yeah, so uh, I'm saying if you have that guy, if you have two great tackles, you're not just going to let that guy walk, especially with a guy like Steele that you have developed, um, instead of saying the other word. Um, <laughs> no, say <laughs> no, we, 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 we groomed the shit out of Steele. Crack it for Steele there. But, you know, Crack for I just feel like he's one, of those, he's one of those guys that have been with the team, likes the area, 
likes what he, I mean, he's from Texas tech. So he, he knows this area. He knows team. He's, I, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I feel like he would be willing to stay for a lesser contract because he knows what it's like. He knows the culture and he's worked his way up there though. He's built relationships with the guys that have, you know, invested their time in the weight room with him and working on his technique, working on his pass sets, working on his run sets, all those things, you know, that plays a factor in it. So yes, well, let's go might be on his way to that, that, but you can never have enough offensive linemen in this league. There's not enough already to go around. So why get rid of a good one? You don't want to be the next Lael Collins leave for a bigger contract and then Mm -hmm. possibly be Lael Collins might be a camp cut for the Cincinnati Bengals this year. Oh yeah. And you you don't want to be that guy. It is sad, man. I I was pissed. Actually, I'll say this. He, Ultra went back to 2020 last season, last off season. I was mad when they went the route of Terrence Steele over let not resigning Lyle Collins. So mm-hmm. yeah, Ultra, I, I didn't like Terrence Steele. Okay. So time, and, but he and played Al- great last year. And Ultra says, I agree. But when you draft so well, some players are more expendable than the others. Oh no, there's not wrong. You know what Ultra? Yes. I would rather lose Tony Pollard next year than Terrence Steele. Ooh, and you can, a, you can, you wow. can bookmark me on that. I like that. Ooh, I that's, like that. That's, that's, that's getting, that's getting clipped. Clip it. That's getting clip. That's Go a ahead. clip. That's a clip. I, I mean, that's um, AJ's, AJ's time stamp. Yep. AJ's no, time stamp. Look at AJ. Okay, all right. AJ wrote something on this. Oh, you can't see it because of the thing. AJ wrote something on this thing for me to say, and I was like, I was looking at, it, I was like, and he knew I couldn't read what he was writing there. <laughs> so then we had well, to I knew because when Adam was looking, he just like stared blankly. <laughs> it's one word, and he stared blankly for like he three wrote or, three he or wrote. four seconds. I'm like, okay, that's long enough to read a word. He, I will put. <laughs> he, I do not write a lot in life anymore. He wrote, I type everything. He, it's, he, he whispered to me Lepke, but it, the way it's written, it's like it's Lothlorien fucking Elvish or something like that. Like I can't <laughs> hey, even read this. Hey, I got something. I got something. Um, that's really fun to talk about, guys. It's called a, uh, I don't know if you've heard about this thing. It's called a linebacker. And we got LBs, one. LBs, baby. We got a few, man. We got a few. Jabby. We got a few. But there's a special little guy called Jabril Cox with an X. Jabby. And, yeah. And he is back, apparently, uh, to Drake, Toll, and Bree A uh, at the Herald. <laughs> Sorry, Bree A, but that's a, that's a name. Bree A. Bree at the Herald. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> We, I feel like we're kind of right now stockpiling these linebackers who, if even one of these guys out of Damone Clark, uh, Overshone, Cox, and um, I'll even just say those three, if out of those three guys, one of those guys can take it to the next level, we're laughing, man. Here, we are absolutely laughing. Oh yeah. Here's a question I ask you, okay? And it comes from my deep Loins? Video game hi- oh, history in building a party. Would you rather have one A and two C's or three B's? Three B's, to be honest. Okay, so linebacker, linebacker. Obviously, in some position, quarterback, different fucking answer, of course. The, the, the challenge with three B's is they're all B's for, for a reason. And some, like, so with one A and, and C's, you have the potential of. Uh, you have the guy up. you need for sure, yeah, but if something you, happens, you but, don't. But you, you have don't. you have the potential of leveling up some of the the C players. Like you put talent, uh, put talent. Same in potential a mix. as a B going to an A, and you got three. No, but I. Be, but what hey. I'm getting at is, if you have three average, like I'm just going to use B as an average player, 
you don't have the ability to kind of level level anybody. Well, up. here, Ad, I'll ask you this. So you got your you have your one A and your two Cs. What happened? What are you left with when you lose your one A? Yeah, yeah, two fuck. Cs. Yeah, what fuck. what 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 happens when you lose a one a one B? You're left with two Bs. Yeah. So I I honestly maybe. I would I'd rather take the three very good players. Obviously, you mm. want a superstar. Yes. No, no doubt. You want a superstar all the time. But you but know I what you're rather, you know what that's coming with in this scenario. You know what if 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 the if one of the guys goes down, someone else can step up. I don't even know. I'm not even saying what these guys are ranked. Damone Clark yeah. had a very good season last year. Drabil Cox, we've been rooting for him since he got drafted out of LSU. And then obviously with Overshone, he's be, kind of become a little bit of a fan favorite of mine. Because of that but, singing. Uh, oh, yeah, because of his singing. I just hope out of out of those guys, someone could even become a B fringe A player out of those three. Yeah. Out of these three? Yeah, those it's, some good-looking dudes well, that, there. That, that, that's what I was kind of leading to is like if we are sacrificing um, – I, I mean, how many – how many linebackers would they be rolling with if they had th- these three dudes, which I don't think is unrealistic, LVE, and, um, and uh, of course, Parsons, and it, at least <laughs> on paper in the linebacker position. So that's five. Mm-hmm. They'll roll with six. They'll roll with six. Okay. So there's like the the idea is that you really have to pick up um, from these three is is they're going to be on the team. So who is not gonna? Who are the ones that are on the cut? Because Cox, Overshone, uh, and Clark, they're gonna Devin, make it. Uh, Devin, Devin Harper, Devin Harper. Um, I think he'd be our sixth, to be honest. Devin, yeah, I think that Devin, Devin Harper, Harper and Jabril Cox are more of the uh, special teams guys currently. Uh, Damone Clark and LVE are your uh, LVE are your starters, and then you've got uh, Overshone, hopefully coming in, kind of learning that. Uh, safety linebacker hybrid role uh, in case curse moves on in the future. Yeah. The J Ron, a lot of that's actually a lot of people are kind of saying that the, the J Ron hybrid linebacker safety guy who mm-hmm. can kind of do it all. Don't you guys but, dare talk about J Ron moving on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we still, we still have him for a uh, pretty sure. Hey, two you can't years, pay, don't we? can't pay everybody. No, I, I think this is his, his last year. No. And oh, uh, his... Wilson got the three years. So the Wilson hope three, the hope yep. is, They'll sign both Curse and uh, Hooker. Was it Wilson or Hooker? Sorry, maybe. A- anyways, one of the Hooker and Curse w- next year are up. Yeah, yeah. So they, you know, sign them for another two or three years, and then we got our boys in the back there, really solidified. Um, okay, well, look, problem solved. They're all going to be on the team, all available. So you know, we win. I still think that you take one A two c's (laughs) it's like saying do you want to get rid of michael parsons and then go down to three b's like that's 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 where where i my logic goes i don't don't take you asked about linebackers i don't think i don't think of mike as a linebacker technically yeah technically he's listening no 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 but we're talking about we know we already have micah and lve it's about so would would you you rather those would you rather those three guys be one of them ends up being really good, and then the other two are fringe even players. A C to me is like a fringe even being able to be a player, yeah. like a guy that can even contribute. I'd I rather have totally, three guys totally that can agree. be on the field totally all the agree. time. Totally. Yeah. Here, here's your here's Close your uh, question based on linebacker names. So would you rather have Sean Lee with no injury history as an A, and then you've got Jabril Cox and Devin Harper as your two Cs, we'll say, or would you rather have LVE, uh, Damone Clark as your two Bs, and then you have one other C, so we'll just add in a Jabril Cox as well. I hate the way that you put that in because Sean Lee with no injury history, I think he's my favorite player that would have He's, like, he's an S tier. 
Oh, for me, yes. Without injuries, yeah, he's, he's an S tier. He, 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 but he that's has, what I mean. He, so, he has but that spot, wasn't. He has a spot on our can fan wall. His jersey's been sitting up there. Yep. Generally, but that's Generally. not the question. If if it was an S player and two C's, I'm yeah, probably yeah, going yeah. with the I'm yeah, going yeah. with the S player. Hundred uh, percent. Any time. Okay, so Rolando McLean, we'll say he was an A for that one season, right? For that one season, I'm 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 taking the B's, man. I'm taking that's, the B's. See, that's how I am as well. I I. I yeah. uh, I didn't listen to the question appropriately. I was I forgot that we were hey. using the S tier class here. Forget about it, because Michael because <laughs> I was I was viewing Michael Parsons as an A. Mike is an S, babe. Mike of course, is Mike S, is an yeah. S. Obviously, if I'm th- I'm thinking A is the highest tier in the A A B or C conversation. Because he didn't say A. a. He's just, he didn't say S, A, B, C, D. You know the so. tiers. I know, I know, I know. We wrote, I know. We wrote we the wanna... tiers. You know the tiers. It fucked me up. I, <laughs> well, I, think gonna... I redact my statement. Because the anytime, anytime you would get a S tier, which is superstar, okay, you're going to take it. No matter if it comes with fucking 15 Fs, you're going to cut them. Right. Cut the Fs, I'll take the fucking S. I, I guess the other <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, the, the other area I thought I was, I was anyways, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter how my logic was saying, I redact my statement. Hey, um, so <laughs> well, here here's yep. my question though, because we uh, um, ads was going to talk to talk about this earlier. Uh, Julian said, "Love talking about the offense, but I need to hear y'all's yes. opinion on the biggest weakness of the defense. Do we think that the linebackers are the biggest weakness? Yeah, we did. Yep. We, we we put that, that's what I think. The, yeah, we put linebacker as our biggest weakness. We put them. I'm, did we even give them a C, guys? I think we did. We Let did. We up. did tight. We did tight end." And and linebacker, we thought were our biggest weaknesses, our yep. position positional weaknesses on offense no, and defense. No, uh, uh, running back. Mm-hmm. No well, running back defense. was running on back. Oh, on the, I'm sorry. Yeah, I just wanted to tie that in because I I thought it was kind of obvious yep. as we were talking about the linebackers. Linebacker, so, we definitely thought was our weakest spot on the the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, This one's all fucked up, but oh, okay. we can just say, uh, yes, uh, our C ranks were tight end linebacker. Or as we have it there, Telb. Telb. <laughs> our our uh, uh, B rank was uh, special teams and offensive line. A.K.A. Stall. Our A rank was uh, CB, wide receiver, running back, and QB. Cool. Which had a little friction. Qu- Qu- which Qu- had a little friction. Qu- There's some friction there, and I and I think we might. There was some friction there. I think we all might be feeling a little a little questionable. But guess what? We're gonna do it again, and EJ will yeah. will definitely bring you on. Um, Fuck, it'd be nice yeah, to have we need you, to redo that. you and, and Kyle come on uh, to bring some sense to the fucking <laughs> decision-making. <laughs> to us three? To us three just throwing <laughs> yeah. shit out? Throwing names yeah, I don't out. know if I could re- rank the running backs that high, man. That's what I said. I said B because you have Tony Pol- Pollard. I thought B for running backs, but that's a, that's hey. a discussion mm-hmm. hey, for another day. guys, don't, <laughs> don't do it now. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> the and running back, you're too high. S, S rank, which is our, uh, our, our top... Uh, cream of the crop, baby. You know, Stadol. <laughs> uh, was S safeties? The and, was uh, SS. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> uh, was safeties and then defensive line. But we included Micah in that, so that's going to be debated on each time we do the tiers. Yeah, we got to have the debate of where he lands because had he gone pre- to LB, rankings, pre rankings, pre rankings, absolutely. Yeah. Because if he what had to be attached to LB, LBs would be B. And DLs would be A. Ooh, I mean, if my, if Mike is attached For to the me? LBs, I, I say my, Micah brings the LBs up to an A. <laughs> Maybe, sure. Yeah, I might agree with that. From yep. C to I, an I, A, that's, me, that's what a Super Saiyan does. That's what For a Super me, the Saiyan, safeties, yeah, that's what a Tamaguchi player does. 
the safeties aren't an, aren't an S tier for me. I don't think we have an S tier safety on the team, so I don't see how they oh, could be an S tier. But hey, I, I I can agree with that. I'll hold the my only re- the You're only the one who brought up that fair. we were no? SS for the safeties. Well, the, the, this is the reason it's I thought fair. the safeties was because either one of those guys could get hurt, and I don't think there's a drop off. You have Marquez, you have Marquez Bell who hasn't even done anything yet in the league. And he's not even getting on the field, whereas on a lot of other teams, that guy Izzy. would be he's would would be starting. You have Izzy, who whenever mm-hmm. he got in there was getting interceptions, and then your yeah. top three guys. I thought two of them at least had Pro that's, Bowl that's seasons. Good point. So no, I, I, the only reason yeah. they were S was no, there isn't an S player on them, but it's the one position that if someone Commun- got hurt, I'm not scared about. Col- col- I'm not scared col- about. Communitive. Col- col- Look, yeah. A commutative. Commutative? Commutative. Uh, here's the truth, EJ. We saw S ranked and we got we just wanted to fucking. We, fucking put, we just wanted it. to drop something there. Oh. Yeah, too. I'm looking over Can here. Our, 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 we're, we're both. I mean, he's not wearing pants. I'm wearing shorts. Our, yeah. our bare knees touch every now and then. And he's just. <laughs> and he keeps he, looking. I don't mind. Knocking knees over there. Okay. He's like rock hard on that S. Hey. Knock it. Knock pull, it. Pull up this knock article. on that thing. Pull up this article. <laughs> Okay, pull up this article and pull up your damn pants. Don't tell me what to do. Well, uh, we three early surprise standouts from Cowboys mandatory minicamp. And this is from home of the Cowboys camp fan podcast, LandryHat.com. And our boy who's yet to get on the the, the cast, uh, but I'm going to call him my, our boy anyways because we send a message to each other every, I don't know, three weeks just Oh, sorry, I missed you. Oh, sorry, I missed you. Oh, sorry, I missed you. So <laughs> that's called that's called follow up. <laughs> we're, we're, we're or it's called from his, or from his standpoint, it's called dodging. Yeah, it's passive <laughs> dodging. Follow up from us. It's called pass a uh, Jerry passive dodging Trotto. Doesn't matter. Yeah. He, whatever your whatever it is, keep uh, writing the articles. But yeah. let's have a look at what he says. Uh, let's one team, one dream. And. Know. And again, for any of those, any of you that are tuning into the uh, the episode on YouTube, we're not sponsored by anybody that you see on this no, page. So let's not give pit. Coast Capital. Uh, uh-uh, uh, we ain't talking. We ain't talking anything. CFL Game Zone. Anybody that's watching this, you hey. probably don't know what the CFL is. EJ, do you know what the CFL is? Yeah, exactly. Canadian Football League. Okay, you're just you're supposed to play with a bit and say no. What's the CFL? And I say exactly. Oh yes, yeah, sorry, sorry. But that's Cornfield okay. Cornfield yeah. League. Exactly. Yeah. The Cornfield corn, Fuck League. The Cornfield League. It is a very competitive <laughs> event. It is very uh, competitive event. Just going to say, the Landry had, these are wild ads. you got fucking four ads on the page at once. It's nuts. Zooming in a little bit there. Hey, they got to pay the bills. Can't, can't, can't. I know, but it's a little too much. Can't go wrong. Hey, but I guess at the end of the day, if it's... If we're part of the network, yeah. it's all good. Yeah, stop, stop, <laughs> stop uh, biting the hand that's going to hopefully feed us. Like, that's... Okay, hey, as long as your mobile experience is uh, top quality, ten out of ten. When I run it through the uh, Google mobile test, you no like complaints. It. I'm not gonna. I'm and, not gonna be mad. What did this do? I don't know. I didn't. Before look. you guys hop into this article, I will say this: I would 100 percent rather watch the Cornfield Fuck League than the CFL. <laughs> ten, ten out of ten times. CFFL Cornfield yeah. Fuck League. Violent and sexual. Nobody. You will not go home the same. You will never eat corn the same way. <laughs> so hot that it popcorn. Okay. All right. So the Dallas Cowboys kicked off mandatory minicamp Tuesday. Uh, 11 on 11 drills, 7 on 7s, blah, blah, blah. Let's get into the into the thick of it. Again, Tristan Viscano. He's getting uh, no, 
notoriety on this ad as well. I think we eight can for eight, man. Yeah, he went eight for eight. That's it's going to be it's it's a thing. Kicking is a thing. He went eight for eight. Hit hit one from sixty five. Hit another one from like fifty seven. He had a couple nice kicks. Now, Anth, I know you like what you're seeing here. I like it. Uh, Jalen Tolbert, wide receiver, the second standout. Um, I love it. I love to see that, man. Let me read it. How and, many? And, and hang on a second. Are yeah. they doing? Uh, are they doing a hot keyword there by putting? Is 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 Trotta like foreshadowing something by using the word bandwagon in his first line of this? Of this? Possibly. <laughs> you SEL salty dog. You're SEOing <laughs> oh, us already. Come on. I love it. Uh, okay. How many fans have climbed aboard the Tolbert Year Two bandwagon? Hey. Get me a ticket, choo choo. Get you. I hey. was on year one. What are you talking about? Yeah, it, same. I was. Been, I was too. You've been it, around. Chew. That's that's why you got that beard, EJ. You've been <laughs> riding that train. Been growing this so ever long. since we drafted Tolbert. <laughs> that's man. the Tolbert beard. That's the Tolbert. Yeah. Savage. I'm not shaving this thing beard. until until Tolbert goes for 1,200 yards. Oh, break 1,200. Like okay, hey, Tolbert hey, breaks 1,200 yards. That's on record. That's a second clip. That's a second clip we got of you. First clip hey, is coming. leave Put it TP on the cutting 20. board. Put it on um, the cutting board. So to, to, Tolbert, whew, took me three times to get that out. Tolbert was targeted early and often to start minicamp. Per team reports, it's obvious Tolbert is playing faster and thinking less during his routes. He's lined up uh, both on the outside and in the nickel and showed a level of comfort at both positions. I like it. I so, like everything you just said, except roots. Yeah. <laughs> routes. Guys, just get, yeah, you got to get past it. It happens. Yeah. It, it's hey, yeah, so, hey, guess what? Move on. Let's, I'm uh, I, I brought this up in my video last night as well. I think that Tolbert didn't start playing wide receiver on, on – he didn't play, start playing football until uh, 11th grade in high school. So he is going to be one of those players that uh, takes a little bit more time for him to get going. Uh, but once he's in that offense, once he starts understanding things, the, the game slows down a little bit more for him. I think that it's going to be a good thing for him just because, I mean, you, you talk about coming from a smaller school, South Alabama, coming up to the premier program in the NFL, being under the lights like the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, how many primetime games do we have per year? Uh, you know, it was it was a, it was a tall task for the kid. And uh, he's been putting in the work. He's been at the DAC, uh, DAC field. And uh, I'm just excited to see him, you know, see what he does. Did you it's th- good that it's good. It's good to hear early indications that he's kind of maybe stepped up from this point last year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, first of all, do you think, uh, obviously, Tolbert's worth giving a second view in this new offense that, um, I don't know. The big thing I'm reading online with the change from uh, kind of what are they calling now the the Texas coast or something like that, not the West Coast offense. I saw a Texas a, coast. I, I think I think that's what it is. But anyways, it's this meshing basically of. Uh, Cinem- are you talking about the cinnamon toast? Cinnamon toast <laughs> yeah. That is delicious. No, da- melt? no, da- it came Brass- out that. Dak Prescott was saying, yeah, they're calling it the Texas Coast offense we're, instead of we're doing, the West Coast. Yeah, but, we're doing the plays that we want to do. So, But what the um, common kind of theory is that it's removing the, any curls, which is just going to— Oh, gonna, good God. Thank God. Yeah, but— Yeah, it, good. Get them the fuck out. Get you no know, curl route. <laughs> yeah, fuck them, eh? Cur- curls Gosh, are— I only like curls on my women. <laughs> 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 and curls are great in Madden. 
uh, when you need a ten yard, when you need ten yards, and you got someone who's just gonna fucking hook really good. But that doesn't happen. But in Madden, they always they when you when you do a curl, they always like fall, and you're like, why are you falling here? Yeah, but like, you get ten get the yards. Fuck up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, like like I think I I don't know that that's the read, and I think that benefits to Tolbert's play, and also like everyone's play on the field. You just think about those guys running straight routes. Maybe they're not all straight necessarily, but they're. Fuck you. Couple, cu- couple <laughs> routes. Straight routes, but they are, uh, you know, maybe turning a little 15 degrees. Opening their maybe hips. Maybe it's 45 degrees, but their hips are open, and they're running. They're sprinting. They're opening their hips, and they're they're, yeah. they're cutting off lines from those DBs. You know, if I never saw a Gallup uh, curl route again, I, I think I'd be better off. Um so he was I not the guy. Like he was not the guy to be doing <laughs> curls, man. Facts. Would, him and Noah Brown together. Every time they ran a curl curl route, I just wanted to punch it myself. Was disaster. In the face. Yeah, it was t- disaster. Mike McCarthy says that they're going to keep the curls in the gyms. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to keep funny. the curls in the gyms. Keep my boys running straight. I'm running streaks every <laughs> game. <laughs> Woo! We're gonna we're gonna run go routes oh, yeah. every game. Ooh! I'm surprised he didn't talk about curly fries. To be honest. Curly fries aren't much of a thing as anymore. Remember when they when they no. landed and they he's, were like huge? I do. He's the guy that's keeping Arby's open. Just straight, <laughs> just Mike McCarthy, dude. Brother, I, brother Adrian might also be keeping oh, yeah. Arby's going. I brother go, Adrian, I could go anytime for he goes, Arby's. Quick Arby's. Anytime he goes to the states, bag of Arby's every time. Oh quick, yeah, quick Arby story. Oh, yeah. A bag of beef and cheds. Oh the, yeah, baby, let's go. The only time I've been to Arby's, I was traveling with the uh, the Bessies. And we went to, I believe we went, it's when we went to our Edmonton trip. I might be right. Yeah, you're, you're wrong, 100% But we were correct. coming back, and we stopped at an Arby's. There was, like, one Arby's in the fucking kind of middle of... Alberta somewhere? Yeah. <laughs> it was like, why the fuck is and there even like it? a... It's not good. Oh, don't say that. I love Arby's, man. I could go oh, yeah. for a it's bag like, of Arby's right now. Dude. Yeah, but it's like, I could make you a better... Lies. Cheese and ham, fucking. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's roast beef, some weird orange sauce, and cheddar, like a stale a stale bun, stale bun with like little fucking crostinis on top of it. You know, I I I try it again though. You know what? I could go. But if you're gonna go to Arby's, Arby's, you gotta ball out. You can't get the cheap stuff on their menu, bro. No, well, you, gotta, you can one of everything. Good stuff, man. I know. I got. I, I I did just get like the fucking whatever it is, triple layer. Well, I we sandwich. grew up. We grew up. The only thing it was curly fries and then the beef and cheddar sandwiches. And then <laughs> mm-hmm. I remember when I I used to back in the day work at Blockbuster and there was an Arby's like like right beside. So I'd eat there for uh, for on on break sometimes. And I would I was like they have other stuff besides beef and cheddars at Arby's like not under no <laughs> so I, I had like a chicken cordon bleu sandwich and it was pretty fire. Okay, now that's a, that's something different. I didn't yeah. try. Hey. But. Guess 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 what? We're doing it. We're doing an Arby's trip when we're uh, when we're on one. Arby's, hey Arby's, we need the sponsorship, bro. Hey yeah, Arby's, yeah, yeah. hit us up. <laughs> you've, you've left Canada, so when we seek you out, we want that beef and cheddar. Uh, the, the the final hit here is just Jabby Cox. Jabby Cox. We Jabby know, Cox. We, know we, we talked about him, so let's move on to what Si has to say. And uh, just give me a second here. I thought you were gonna say Si. Nate Dogg uh, saying they're still in an Arby's in Aldergrove. Interesting. Guess where I'm going this weekend? Oh, all this, all this Arby's talks making Ant hungry. Oh, this yeah, guy I, again. I'd crush it. I'd crush six beef and cheds right now. I'm starting to really like Mike, Mike Fisher and uh, Brie. <laughs> go Brie. Say There's Brie. Go say it. Brie. I can't. Uh, Brie. Amaranthus. I mean, you Thanks just nail it. 
Bree Amaranthus, um, and Mike Fisher here on uh, SI Sports. I don't know. It says Sports Nation at the top. I'm just going to say SI, man. Uh, Cowboys top three standouts at minicamp. This one actually, sorry, this one's a little bit more. It's got a little bit more detail. goes through each kind of uh, position, too. So we can move as quickly or slow as we want on it. But uh, do you guys want me to keep reading? Am I doing okay? Yeah, you're doing great. You're doing great. Because I'm getting a little (laughs) tongue-tied. Oh, I know. No, you're doing doing well. Okay. The three stars on offense, it's a guy... Uh, it's a guy just popping, just pooping, oops, popping, up on the radar. Seventh round rookie receiver, Jalen Brooks. Wow. Haven't heard about him. Haven't heard Brooks. Let's Actually, hear about you him. know what? Mm-hmm. I, think, I, I, I think I saw a clip of him just running sweaty with his shirt off, which is a pair of trainers, and it, I mean, and shorts, not just trainers. Uh, and, uh, yeah, he looked, he looked fast. And you click next because it wasn't a trailer for his dog? Yeah, exactly. Hundred uh, percent. Next one, of course, is uh, Jabby Cox, and then on special teams, some credit to kicker Vizcaino. So Everyone's you got two. You got two of the same. You got two of the same. You got the kick kicks McGee yeah. and Jabby Cox. But instead of Jalen to- Tolbert, we're talking about Jalen Brooks. That's good though. Let's get some some competition on offensive line. A trio of of major storylines here as the Cowboys. Hey, I was about to say, I would like some Brooks and Cooks action. Ooh, yes. Brooks and Cooks. It sounds like a fucking... Uh, crack crack them if you got them. Brooks and crack Cooks either sounds them. like a great deli. Uh, a it deli, does. A deli or a, a really solid uh, like uh, clothing company. Um, Here, do you want to... Or a great, or a great uh, wide receiver trio, uh, a duo in... Uh, in, in football, Adam, t- take this one. Okay, so offensive line, a trio of major storylines here as Cowboys now believe Terrence Steele might be ready for start of training camp. No question mark. Uh, we'll have to see when we get to Oxnard, said Coach Mike McCarthy, and maybe that explains in part why Dallas finally unveiled the second major storyline in this group. Tyron Smith working at left tackle this week with Tyler Smith lining up at guard. Matt Willetsko got much of the work at right tackle, so not not uh, not anything different than what we heard uh, earlier on. Uh, quick shout out to Julian four twenty four. He's taking off. He's going to see us on Sunday. Um, how about them Cowboys, Julian? Thanks for uh, tuning in, and we'll see you Sunday yep. service. Thanks, Woo 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 woo. Um, but yeah, I mean, not not much different than what uh, what the other rags were saying about the offensive line well, i know ej's thinking the same thing i'm thinking it's in inve- it's gonna happen tyron tyron smith's going down at some point so we could talk about yep. him starting at left tackle all we want it was the same thing as last year he was the left tackle i think it was one week into training camp he has a almost season ending injury so yeah it's it's all fun and games that he's the, the left tackle right now mm-hmm. but his body's proven that he can't make it a full season over the last five or six years so yeah, this is it's great right now, but it's it's not a this is anybody. Off, no, sorry, sorry, Ant, no, sorry to go, cut you no, off. Go, no, go for it. Um, do, does anybody know if Jason Peters signed anywhere? Because I wonder if they they kind of whispered in Jason Peters' ear, like, hey, you know, if this happens, we're we're always open to bringing you back. You know, he's still out there. Okay. I hope I hope they do. You know what I mean? And if he, Jason Peters isn't someone like him, is going to be there. Just hey, for- I loved. 
I love Jason Peters oh, last yeah. year. As far as on the sounds awesome. on the sideline, he was always out there cheering on his dudes, yep. whether he was playing or not. He was always in the ear. He was like another coach. And right. uh, that's, that's that super goes a long way, man. This and that. Sound, sounds the sideline definitely helps you get a different perspective on some players that you can, mm-hmm. it's easy for us as fans and, and for viewers to like actively like berate people or see what they're doing on there. But it's just like when you, when you, if you've ever played any type of competitive sports or if you've watched and you've know people playing, you kind of get involved in their, in their story and who they are as people. So I love seeing sounds of the sideline. Cause absolutely. Like you just said, you, you start to look at someone like a Jason people like, what else can he bring to the team? Maybe he's not getting the type of like stats that we want, but is he contributing to allowing four other players to level up and get those stats? So I'm a well, big... and he played he played well last well, year. Yeah, also. And he played Peters well. Played I mean, pretty that, well. That helps. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying like you get those guys who can help kind of coach other people up on the field doing doing the work. It is valuable to have somebody who might not be a stats guy to come in and, and actually impact other players. Yeah. And not only that, but like growing up, I know for from my perspective playing sports somebody comes you're down on yourself on the bench or whatever your teammate comes over and is like yo that one that one play doesn't define who you are as a player you're better than that that just that just amps you up to forget about that stuff get back out there on the field that stuff is super valuable and that's some of the things that um the super bowl teams the, the they have those guys so we need more guys like that in the building so um if that's jason peters coming back or that's some other veteran we bring in um i would love it Yep. I think I that's a, that's a huge tipping point factor if you're deciding between two players of like very similar skill or at least what you think they can do for mm. the team is mm-hmm. okay but is this guy going to come in and be more of a headache or is he going to come in and help motivate and improve and teach our younger guys oh well I mean that's going to go a lot more even and most if importantly should... groom them well yeah exactly <laughs> but that's what groom them groom them all Groom them all. Crack groom them you, everybody. Crack them if you, you groom them. I don't care who they are. You hunt them down. You groom them and you bring them in. Let's go. Groom, 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 groom. Uh, <laughs> but because we know it, the, uh, it's always better to, what's the saying? Uh, I, you work with the devil that you know than the devil that you don't. So like Jason Peters, mm-hmm. we already know what he's capable of. He was on yeah. the team. He's on the squad last year. Um, we definitely have the cap space for someone like him. Bring him on for another year. Because, like you said, we know yeah. we know that we know uh, we know our boy is going to go down. It's not it's not if it's when. Yeah, Tyron ain't making it a full season at left tackle. No, that's the unfortunate truth. Tight ends. Do you, um, want, do you want me to keep going, or do you want me? Do you you want to say it? What? Go for it. Oh, oh, you sure. can read it. Yeah, uh, I, I'm refreshed now. You like? <clears throat> yeah, you're refreshed. You're a big fan of tight ends. <laughs> you know me too well. Uh, the Legend of Peyton Hendershot. I like that. That's a good title for a movie. The Legend of Peyton Hendershot was in rhythm as a Dak Prescott red zone target. Not involved, though, was rookie Luke. Lukey Schoons. He is out, he's out with a walking uh, boot. He's out there with a walking stick? Yeah. He's blind. Uh, no, he's, he's out got there. the old ski. He's got the old ski boot on right yeah. now. He's got planter. No, he, he's got it. I said he's out. He's out of it. Out of the walking boot. Oh, he's out of the he's walking boot. Of- Sorry, out of the walking boot hmm. while dealing with planter. Fashion. They they worded that horribly. They worded yeah. that horribly. It should be he's out with a walking boot while dealing with plantar fasciitis or whatever. Yeah. Um, expected is, to be ready for training camp. Is that just a fancy word to say he, he got plantar warts in the showers because he didn't wear any fucking slides or what? No, it's not actually, <laughs> it's not actually warts though. 
Plantar fasciitis. That that that's, that's uh that could be something that comes back to bite you. Okay, well, yeah, here. Can. I don't know what is this, plantar fasciitis. This, 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 this Let one, me look. This it, one goes out to uh, our boy uh, and his plantar fasciata. <laughs> so pla- crack him if you got him. Crack him if you got him. Crack him if you got him. The, son. The plantar fascia is a long, thin ligament that lies directly beneath the skin at the bottom of your foot. It connects the heel to the front of your foot and supports the arc of your foot. The plantar Ooh. fascia, which I, yeah, it's, that's it's a bad saying. injury. It's yeah. not a good injury. It's, yeah. a li- it's, it's a li- like turf toe. Ligament. It's, it's like a ligament. Turf toe. Yes. It's okay. like you get it, you get it, and it's like you you read it and you automatically think it's like Ad thought was foot warts, but it's not. It, but it's something that's nagging, and yeah. hopefully, hopefully that it goes away. Yeah, yeah my, my dad has that pretty bad, and uh, it's one of those things you can just he have run, to manage. Can he run? A, can he can he run ten yards and catch a football? Uh, well, I mean, I don't think my dad's quite the athlete that the <laughs> Scooney is, but uh, okay. Well, good thing, and, and he doesn't have the medical staff the Cowboys have either. So. Fair. Yeah, they're gonna. Very, jab hey, a that was meals. very. That was a nice political answer there. EJ. That was, that was a good. That was answer. that was very very good political. So hang answer. on, My, me, I'd be like, fuck no, second. dad can't run ten yards. <laughs> uh, so 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 two things on this. Uh, one, it seems like the hardest injuries are the, have the lamest names like plant plantar fasciata and uh, turf toe. What are you two casting the, a spell on me? Two two of the plantar fascia. Two, two of the lamest names are like detrimental, and then. Second, can I want you to zoom in on that photo for a second there, AJ? Doesn't where, it look like where? just zoom in on, on 85 catching that the ball? Look at 85. I just could it's like from the from the back it looks like he's balding and it's like who's this old dude out there fucking <laughs> no, just balling out right now, it right? Looks, <laughs> it looks like he's on the sideline playing catch with another fucking yeah. friend or something, and it's, they've been allowed on the field because yeah. they know the coach, one yeah. of the coaches. Eight, eight five comes in there from his fantasy football from his fantasy football team, fucking just catching fucking some 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 rocks. I believe is that eight five? At eighty nine, it, it could be eighty nine. I think it's eighty nine. That's that's Hendy's a uh, number. But anyways, I eight five. Was this shot with like a? Was this shot with like a potato or something? Yeah. Why are they taking pictures? with hey, potatoes this was right shot now. with a Motorola razor and or someone's a big fan of. <laughs> someone was trying to do like a cross promotion for that new movie BlackBerry coming out, so they used like a BlackBerry eight eight hundred to take it's that out. photo. Oh yeah, I know. Go see it. That's what I'm saying. Cross promotion. It was really good. It was. Oh, yeah, you was, did. Yeah, see it. I watched it. It was awesome. BlackBerry. Check it out. And also, very, if you're going to have a berry, a blackberry is your best berry to eat. Yeah. And guess IMO. what? It was It's a Canadian It's a Canadian company. Okay. Uh, receiver, somebody who we have not really touched on at all uh, since his kind of, well, I guess we touched on him a lot. We really touched him up when he first uh, was signed to the Cowboys. But Brandon Cooks. One cannot help but notice the speed with which Brandon Cooks does everything. No wasted movement, all oh, rapid movement, and on this day, also notable noticeable was South Carolina product Jalen Brooks, not Jalen Tolbert. Sort of forgotten in all attention given <laughs> the stars at the top of the depth chart and all the competition at the second level, led by Jalen Tolbert. Okay, so that's the second hearing of Brooks, though. That Brooks, 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 Brooks brothers, Brooks and Cooks coming in there. Well, there's always that. Cooks, there's man. always there's always that one wide receiver that no one has talked about that ends up having a great camp. Yeah, there was Houston last year that everyone kind of was talking about. There was actually a few guys last year in camp that were huge favorites, and it seems like sounds like Brooks might be that guy right now. Hey, for your fir- yeah. for your fourth wide receiver, me, 
um, if the skill level is within what we think we can make work on the NFL playing field, um, I want the kid who's going to, even if he's maybe the B of that tier, I want the kid who's going to fucking puke every game because he's playing every down that he gets on as hard as he can because I know when the pressure's on, he's going to go out there and do the exact same damn thing. I mean, you you think that I mean, so obviously the contention for that fourth spot, you're we're, we're seeing it's going to be the battle of the Jalen's. Um, yeah. No, no word of Turpentine getting any type of like wide receiver uh, love. Uh, maybe he's just going to be that specialist in in the special teams. Mm-hmm. Um, no Simi Fioco mention. No Simi Fioco mention. Yep. I mean, we, we're yep. here. Yeah, it's the battle. It's the battle of the Jalen's right now. I'm kind of wondering. If if Jalen Brooks is invited to Dak's little place to work out, because I think that that especially with McCarthy and what he's been saying in the press conferences and stuff, he's giving more um, authority to Dak. Yeah. So if it's between this guy and um, the Hoko or whoever, which I know has been at the Dak field, yeah. Um, I wonder who Dak's going to be. You know, uh, saying that he likes better, more comfortable with. Can, yeah. Can you can you bring up that quote that Mike McCarthy just gave Alex? Which one? He, he's talking about giving... He's Something like, about Arby's? Yeah, it's not the Arby's quote. <laughs> that in in an artic, uh, one of the articles it's, we had it's, up? Or? It's been recent. No, not in one of the oh, articles. Okay. It's, it was just put out today. My, and, and this EJ is just talking about it. Mike McCarthy's talking about, I don't... He's like, I don't care to be... Basically saying, I want my quarterback to own the offense. I want my quarterback... I want my I want a Hall of Famer quarterback to take the offense and I mean and, you're throwing with a lot on me to search for. <laughs> just go just go just type in Mike just type in Mike McCarthy and then just go news and I bet you it'll come up. Ad went on like a. a I was, was trying to do the quote right there. He was giving he was giving you a first chapter of a book. Which one? I don't fucking know. EJ saw it too. I mean, uh, like, so I thought it was. I'm not good. doubting you. I just want to get the right one up. But I, I was like, okay, am I typing all of this in? Uh, was, right there. He was basically right there, just that, saying, that, yeah, that he doesn't. One. Yeah, who's sports? Oh, you got it. I think so. Okay. Cool. Cool. Just gonna double check here. But, um, yeah, interesting that there is no, no chatter of uh, Turpin because he, he just feels like. For me, okay, if if you got Deuce Vaughn to play a role of a speedster on the outside, well, isn't Turpin just a little bit better? They're both smaller guys, but at least Turpin's like in that kind of acceptable traditional NFL bubble bubble of of like height. Like he's tiny, but he he gets in that fucking edge and five nine yeah five nine doesn't seem that small now yeah yeah (laughs) but i don't know but look if if the other guy does it better um yeah i'm not seeing Uh, it doesn't matter you know what i guess what i said the quote perfectly so who gives up you know what it makes sense mike Mike mccarthy mike mccarthy's actually been throwing a bit of shade at kellen moore he he threw a little bit more shade Mm -hmm. i'm gonna get alex uh google this Mike McCarthy's. Google me this, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Mike McCarthy's uh, what? supersized sandwich. What shade? No, he was just he threw a little bit of shade, saying they're running the offense that they want to run now. They're not. They're, they're not running. Said finally. finally. Yeah, finally we're running the offense we want to run is what Mike McCarthy said, and it's kind of like, okay, well, what they were, do- what were they doing for the last three years? Yeah, running fucking vanilla puddings offense that Mike McCarthy clearly hated. 
So it's nice. I'm finally, I'm excited for Mike McCarthy and I'm excited for the Cowboys offense. I I really think they're going to take us some steps this year. Well, this is sorry. So just mm -hmm. going back on what EJ and I were uh, trying to say about Mike McCarthy and Ant's kind of talking about it. I, I, the thing that I'm respecting a lot with Mike McCarthy right now is he's basically saying, yeah, we, I want the offense similar. To what happened with the defense when Dan Quinn came in, play the play, the plays that you're comfortable with and that you like, because, and let's just, master those let's not have 190 fucking different options or whatever let's get let's get good at the things that we know we like to play and that we feel can work and then going on and saying like i want my again i want my quarterback to own the offense i don't i don't want to own the offense i'm going to yeah. call plays i need that quarterback to step it up and actually run the shit that he wants to run yeah, yeah and and i mentioned this in a tweet earlier uh during the offseason i just said it's it's a good thing that you kind of dumb it down and let your quarterback do the things that work for him. That's what worked in Philadelphia with Jalen Hurts. That's the reason why the 49ers are successful through Kyle Shanahan. He always puts the players in the best positions to succeed. So why are you trying to make Dak what he isn't? Um, and that's what I, I think that Kellen Moore got too, too honed in on. Oh, this is what I liked as a quarterback. This is what I saw. So Dak yep. has to see that. Yep. Dak and Kellen aren't by alike. You know, I mean, they're not. They they have totally different playing styles. Not only that, but going a step further with the wide receivers, Kellen would think, "What did I like? What provided the most points while I was in the Boise State offense in college?" And it's like, dude, that stuff doesn't work in the NFL to that degree. Yes, we had the top scoring offense, but at the same time, if you're having every single wide receiver run the exact same route on a single play, makes no that's sense. That's that's a horrible play design. Yep. So, yeah, I, I just the, the whole philosophy and, and Brian Schottenheimer, Dak and Mike McCarthy all being a, a hive mind and, and collecting their thoughts and really being uh, one. I think that's going to be, be great for the offense. I, I agree. I agree. Um, I skipped running back because we we already beat running back dead with a horse. Uh, uh, sorry. We beat running back like a dead horse. <laughs> we took we a did, horse. We did something. We, yeah. we took a horse. We and took we a horse beat, and we beat, beat the dead. running backs with it. The horse is beat fine. Beat them down. The horse uh, is fine. The running backs are dead. Yeah. Uh, defensive line, though. We got Hankins versus Mozzie Smith versus Bahana in a triple threat cage Ooh, match. Love it. No holds barred, baby, competition. Uh, that, sh that should be a battle, and it is, with first-round Mozzie eventually winning the job. And I think that's what you want to hear, right? Your first-round you kick. Yep. Yeah, taking taking oh, over yeah, for the 30-something-year-old uh, 30, 30 one-year deal guy. That's the Basically, Hankins is a stopgap for Mozzie Smith to end up being a full-time starter. Yep. That, that's mm -hmm. all it is, and that's good. That's a good thing. We should be happy about it. Yeah, and, yep. and and Hankins knows it. Hankins is not saying I want to sign another four year contract with any team. He's gonna go. I hope year, he. I hope he's gonna coach year. up. I feel like he's a guy that's gonna give Mozzie Smith a lot of well, good insight into yeah, being an NFL player. And that's and that when uh, kind of tying it back in with uh, the last uh, topic when we're talking about the the QB situation and 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 McCarthy. When you look at like good coaching and good uh, GMing. Um, get players paired up with other players and keep players that you know you can help develop. And I think that's a that's a very important thing that you just said. Having a, someone like Hankins being able to coach up Mozzie and making him into this like maybe formidable player like that's a, that's a big win for the Cowboys and for us as fans watching the Cowboys. Yeah, and I will say I 
and I think it's John. I think it's Hankins versus Mozzie. Uh, the versus Quentin Bohana. Just Bohana that, might not even that make out, the team. That Bohana out. might yeah. not even make the team. I'll cut him he doesn't it. give you anything on special teams. Uh, he's going to be on yeah. the field for maybe, you know, he can only be on the field for maybe during rundowns. Like he's not going to give you anything pass rush. So Bohana's out for me. I'm out on him. Uh, but I wish him best best of luck whenever he inevitably goes to the Texans. Thanks, ba- th- thanks, Bahana. Well, go go to the Bahamas. Well, maybe this will change your mind. N- not on Bahana, but just on the the necessity of a third, uh, uh, I guess, defensive tackle. Third big boy. Third big boy in the middle. Uh, maybe the visions of continuing the no QB sneak streak that has kept the Eagles' Jalen Hurts out of the end zone during his entire uh, Philly versus Dallas career is this uh, trio acting as that goal line package. You're thinking three of the big boys. I still don't think he makes, I, I yeah. still don't think he makes the field. I'd rather have, I'd rather have the two big dudes. You can put I'd someone else Hank, in there. Yeah. Get D law in the middle, man. I'd rather yeah. have D law in the middle, yep. but beside, beside Mozzie and Hankins, than Bahana. And we, we, we yep. talked uh, uh, linebackers. Let's, let's look at what they say about defensive backs here. And special DBs, teams. I mean, baby. DBs, back. baby. So, uh, okay, here we go. A lot of question marks. <clears throat> Cowboys had scheduled 11-on-11 uh, work in the minicamp, but decided to back off and limit things to 7-on-7. Seven seven. Why? That's why I was going to say the why for you. Uh, no, I thought you were going to continue. <laughs> McCarthy has been fined by the NFL twice in the last two years. Uh, conducting workouts that the league has deemed to be too physical. And, Some and, and, fucking little rat is yeah. hanging out at practice, watching, taking pictures. <laughs> it's too, it's too physical uh, out there. Uh, Mike, Mike. Uh, no, he doesn't know, warn. He just little... watches and calls. Well, I want Mike to to do like a Triple H and just go. Yeah. The guy that's the guy <laughs> that's ratting on the Cowboys. He's definitely not trying to get into any type of confrontation. He's like, oh, yep, there it is. Too, way too much contact. Uh, it's, 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 I got him this time. this. Uh, so I'm just watching it. I'm up here right now. back to Goodell. Uh, hey, uh, hey, get out of here. Get uh, out of here, you little rat. Mike McCarthy can't see some under the bleachers. <laughs> oh, oh Mike's, Mike has like a, like an air horn, and then Jerry sends the dogs no, out. Drone. Jerry has like a bunch of Dobermans that like just chase <laughs> yeah. through fucking AT&T. Stadium after any fucking fine rats. But anyways, there's nothing there. Sorry. And uh, special teams, will blah, 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 blah. Ooh, hey, okay. <laughs> you know what's there? Go down. Go down for a second. That's what they're. Look at Jerry. Hey! Jerry. Zoom in on Jerry. Get it. Let's get a zoom in on, on Jerry. He's looking pretty good for 80-year-old, right? Yeah, That's I think right. his eyes are still there. You know, you got you get you, you get the, you get the uh, the boxing champ coming in there fucking touring the stadium. Is that this guy? Yep. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Do you know Jerry fucking no. the? Type? That's actually the guy with the hat. Is the boxing champ? Well, who, the guy to the right? No, the guy to the left is. All right. No, the guy taking the photo. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I think I think we can fit everything in. We're gonna quickly do. Okay, uh, quickly, quickly, and anything we're talking about does not go hand in hand. But yeah, yeah we'll quick, yeah. no, we'll no. quickly do it. We'll what quickly would do. do? I'm throwing, I'm throwing out the idea of quickly doing this. Okay. Okay. Uh, Twenty milli. Now, after all we've talked about, um, what would you do with it personally and uh, (laughs) with the Cowboys? With the Cowboys. You give me me 20 million, I'm buying a place in Fort Worth, 
and I'm covering the Cowboys full time, giving myself. Or, oh wait, we're talking about the Cowboys. We're not talking about our, ourselves. No, no, you can. No, no, no I. I <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it's like I the Faze house, but we call it the Can Fan house. Can that's fan that's, house. What, that's what I would do. I'd have the Can Fan house. I would strictly pay myself just enough to get by, just to have everything I needed in life. And 20 um, mil, that, that could, that, we could live off of fire. that, all of us. Now, all of us you, could live off of that. Now, what would you do if you were Jerry Jones? I, I think EJ brought it. GM. Probably just I, blow in a club or something. Yeah, just throw it down on <laughs> He go to what? What is the place in Atlanta? The 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 one the the famous Atlanta. Uh, uh, no, but in, in Atlanta, there's like a, a famous like uh, stripper place. That's where Jerry's going with his twenty million. He's just fucking with that like uh, cash. Jerry gun. Jones I, and James Harden are best friends. <laughs> yeah, he's just fucking shooting dollar bills out. Well, the the Cowboys got twenty million in salary cap officially now. After our our dear dear, you know boy. what I would do with that? Yeah. I would. Get Diggs's contract done. Yes. Yep. Yep. I think that's probably, the, and a lot of people are calling for that. I, I think shoring up one of the three guys. Let's be realistic. The three guys that were gonna eat into a lot of the salary cap in the next years are Diggs, CD, and Micah. Right? Why not get steel. ahead? Of, why, you could add steel in there. Pollard, you could add steel, you but why not get ahead of it? Why not get yeah. ahead? And because if Diggs goes off and has, I'm gonna even say six interceptions this year his price tag is shooting through the roof. Why not get ahead mm. of that and, and try to get a guy to sign long-term or four years or five years, whatever you want to consider long-term. Yeah. And you, no, and, and, I, and I brought up that, that Jalen Tolbert didn't even start playing football since, since 11th grade. Diggs didn't even start playing cornerback until he was a sophomore in college. Yeah, so crazy. this guy's going to get better. He's, he's he, getting better. He's already he good. Is. He's already an all-pro, first-team all-pro. He's like he's this. He's up-trending. He's up-trending. Every exactly. single year he's been in the NFL, he's – Noticeably been better. Yeah, he didn't have the yeah. picks, but he was a lot better of a, a corner last year than he was in 2021. EJ, do you think Buffalo versus Dallas, it's Diggs versus Diggs? Like, that's going to be the big – that's going to be the Has big – Has to be. Yeah. Has to be. be awesome. I can't wait for I'm going to love that matchup, man. That's going to be such a fun one to highlight during yep. leading up to the game, man. Oh, man. Do you, th- do you, do you think they're going to sell uh, half-and-half jerseys? Just like uh, Kelsey? Dude, would, this like I Kelsey's actually might parts. buy one of those. That'd be I, I mean, I don't even know if they sell them. I mean, I know, I, I, I know, uh, uh, the Kelsey brothers' mom was wearing the half and halves, but now, like, mm-hmm. you go for like a Diggs half and half. That'd be kind of sick, wh- honestly. What's the day? What, what, what week do we play it's against? Like, the- isn't like week sixteen or something like that against uh, Bills? Bills against Buffalo. Hopefully we we're don't at play Buffalo. at them. We're at Buffalo. We week yeah, sixteen. Buffalo. Yeah, we are. Oh, it, God, it's, that it's, late in the season. Yeah, yeah, it it is late in the Ooh. season. I'm pretty sure. I think it's get after your, Thanksgiving. Get your snow coats. Yeah, for real. That's going to be a tough game. Especially with, like I brought this up on my my little video I dropped last night, is the Cowboys have so many unknowns with the running back group right now. I uh, Yes, Mike McCarthy, yes, Brian Schottenheimer want to be a run-first team, but is it really even logistically you know, going to happen with, with how unknown our running backs are right now. Like, you know, that you have three solid wide receivers and a fourth, if, especially if Jalen Tolbert's coming on or Brooks. you really want to, or Brooks. Yeah. Um, if you want to have those guys be as efficient as efficient as possible, you're going to have to throw the ball. That's just yeah. the fact of the matter. So um, what's going to stop that? What's going to limit that snow, cold weather, windiness, AKA Buffalo late in the season. Right. So it's yeah. gonna be a very tough game for us to win. Oh how close yes. was I? How, how close was I? I said week sixteen, Alex. What is it? 
Week 15. Boom. Wow. That's right there. It's, right yeah, it's going to be cold. It's going to be cold. I was worried that I was worried we were going to be at Buffalo week 11 and CanFan was going to have to go to Buffalo uh, in November. EJ, let me give you a little backstory. We're fake Canadians. Where we live, it doesn't get that cold. So for us to yeah. have to go outside in Buffalo in November <laughs> would not have been good. But yeah, it's not good for the Cowboys. Guess what? We would have done it to Buffalo we, in week 15. Because we went to fucking oh, Minnesota. Man. And it was it, inside. It was it. The game was inside. Yeah, but I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm yeah. saying, outside when we were fucking tailgating wasn't fucking a problem. I could have done. I could have done four hours outside on, in that until oh, yeah. it gets until it gets to, like as the sun goes down, it drops another hey, however bro. many degrees. Long John, second layer is dying. You, know? you guys, you guys. Dr- I was drinking. I was drinking a beer without a glo- gloves on, and Adam and Alex were like, "You're not wearing gloves." They're like, <laughs> oh, yeah. but yeah, we'll it's, we'll do we'll do Buffalo in 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 November. It's really those places that don't have the mountains. If it's cold and it doesn't have the mountains to block the wind. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, man. That's bad. Like, I live in Kansas. It's just plains. So if it's cold, it is very cold here. Oh, yeah. You get those that you get the high plains drifter winds coming at you. Yep. Yep. Get the flat. So then it gets hot as hot as shit, though, in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. We have the everything. All all of the weather uh, forecasts, we get them. Like so, you get all four seasons. You get all four seasons. Yep. So back to the twenty mil that the Cowboys. So EJ, you were saying the digs signing digs. Extend I think that's a, a a great idea for me. If I was doing it, I similar to that, or just roll the cap into next year. I maybe yep. not not get into any more cap trouble. Maybe just sit on it and see what you're gonna do. But I do like. I think your answer for me is probably the best answer. I, I, I'm the scene at the end of the movie Signs where. Mel Gibson looks to uh, Joaquin Phoenix and he says, just swing Merrill. I'm fucking going for the Super Bowl this year. So I'm fucking looking for the dog that fits into that 20 million cap. And I'm signing somebody like a Dalvin Cooks or a fucking uh, Hopkins or somebody that can fucking help tip the tipping point of my team that year. I'm taking that 20 mil and I'm fucking signing a dog. Period. So you think either of those guys, you think either of those guys, Hopkins or Cook, are taking us to the Super Bowl is what you're saying. You're you're, I, you're going. You're I, pushing the chips into the middle. Here's here's the thing. I feel very confident with our team this year without that person. So yeah, like you know, like the sensible person to me, which I'm not, would say roll into the cap or or shore up a contract to one of our long term players. But I like the 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 excitement in me says. I feel like our team without anybody else right now has a very, very high shot at at, at going to the fucking show and, and taking it and taking that title, taking that strap this year without signing anybody. So why wouldn't I want to take one more person and fucking try to make it for sure? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. But I, I just, I, again, and that's like, you know, not to, get, Adam? not to get micro about it. I'm not telling you what position. I'm well, just saying I would find. Hey, Eds, these are the best available right now. DeAndre Hopkins. Yannick, Yannick and Guacque, uh, Clowney, Dalton Reisner, Marcus Peters, Melvin Ingram, Teddy Bridgewater, Frank Clark, Bryce Callahan, Justin Houston, John Johnson. Does any so of those not, names? There's, so there's no one out there that is that, but maybe you that get guy. a couple Other guys. Other than Hopkins, yeah, there's, maybe. There's no and, and Hopkins. Is, yeah. Yeah. Hopkins is the only one that I would be personally in on like like heavily. Dalton you, Reisner, if you wanted to yeah, bring I was going to say, you don't like Reisner? I do. I mean, he he's he's. Uh, I think he's like thirty now. Uh, oh, twenty eight. So yeah, I would be. I'd be on for for a little bit of Reisner. And I'll rise, rise to that. I'll rise <laughs> to Reisner. 
that with ads take too, it doesn't take out possibly trading for someone in in and taking over their yep. their cap, right? So if you're going all in, maybe mm-hmm. there's a guy that's not on the free agency list that the Cowboys like a Dalvin Cook obviously would be that that sort of guy, but maybe there's a guy that they go all in at and have to obviously pay him this year that they mm-hmm. think can get them over the the NFC uh championship hump and i'm not i'm not necessarily even saying the sexy the sexy positions like wide receiver or running back like i'm even saying like go for uh go for a lineman like like we're we're struck we're we're very we're none of us are confident that our ol has that depth and there's some holes so like why wouldn't we try and, and and go for the fences on one of those cats and you know, I think that ads makes a good Not point too. here because what is the um, what has become the uh, the the reason why we've been um, you know dropping games or whatnot? It's because Dak gets hurt. The last year before this, or last two years, breaks his breaks his entire leg. Then he has the calf injury. Then he has the thumb. Three years in a row, he's coming off of some type of injury that's hindered him um, from not only having the best season he could but also hindering a team to eclipsing that point that we should be at as an offense heading into the playoffs. playoffs what what, playoffs. what happens when you solidify your offensive line and they're the same guys from week one to weeks 18, you keep Dak healthy relatively. Totally. Obviously you're going to have to deal with minor things, but that's the biggest discrepancy in the past three seasons for the Cowboys is just keeping that guy healthy. And it, it it's kind of reminiscent of Tony Romo in the past. I don't want it to be. I want to keep that guy up and 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 running. So, and, and, and I mean, sorry, Alex. I know you want to hop in on this uh, riveting conversation. You could but also I'm keep it on the sidelines. You for could just a little bit more. Go, going going with your fucking your your guys's logic about fucking three B ass players. Mm-hmm. F- sign two Bs at ten milli each for one C, for different, one fucking for, year. Different by yeah. position though. I'm just saying. You could find instead of going for that ads, player, ads, you know, take it, ads, taking that to the grave. I know he hates that. We like the bees over the AJ. AJ is going to come in here. AJ is going to come in here and be like, well, let's load manage Dak. Bring in Cooper Rush. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck no. You run Dak until his fucking floppy feet fall off. <laughs> over those big ass fucking hands. He's got some monster feet and some monster hands. Okay, Def- AJ, what do you what, what do you and your uh, your naked uh, bottom half say about the twenty million? <laughs> what are you gonna do? Oh well, with the twenty million, I do agree. You got to sign uh, the must signs. Diggs is a must sign, so make the room there. However, just in general, I wouldn't be against bringing in Cooks for ten million um, and uh, sitting on the rest. I just I, ten milli. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. For for a year, and and we're gonna try to man, make. I a- would tell Cooks, man. I would tell Cooks if he came in here. I'd say, look, we don't have any state income tax. Yeah, you're playing on a team that has has Super Bowl potential. Uh, you got to take less, bro. Well, what's his? Uh, what I'd sure, be interested. In, what's just, his? What's his? That, what's his current? What's his? Yeah, current, yeah, yeah. What's let's, his current let's, deal? let's take a look at that because I, I, I. But that's that's what they would take over if they traded for him. They would take over his current deal. So what's his current yearly deal? Ooh. What would you guys be willing to to give up in a trade for him? Five fifth round. So it's the contract that they're that they're getting. They have it. <clears throat> okay, I would so- be interested only in a Brandon Cooks type of a deal where they they have nice. to pay some of it and then we pay the rest. Yeah, it's got to be so, nice. So the cap is fourteen million. 
and there's three yeah. more years left on it. So that's pretty. Yeah, so what does he do next year? It goes up to 15 and a half. Yeah, and so that's that's ooh, three, and you're that's still crazy. paying Zeke right now, too. Yep. Yeah. No, no, no. That's not mm-hmm. nice. But it'd have to be like it'd have to be like Brent, like EJ said. They gotta cover. They'd have some to eat. It. They'd have to eat some sort of yeah, yeah. financial. Yeah. Just give him twenty million. Twenty million one year. Pro- Fuck pro- probably. But a hundred percent though. Yeah, you got you got to find a way to get a long term as long term deal you can with Diggs, and lock him up and uh, just be happy with. It's probably going to be twenty million a year. I'm just trying to find how much money I have to slip Jerry Jones's doctor to tell him like, "Hey, man, you're about to pass. You got to go for it. <laughs> go yeah, for it. Exactly. Yeah." Go for it. Just go for it. Well, it, the thing with Jerry, Jerry wants to go for it, but now he has Stephen Jones, who's kind of gained a little bit more power within yeah. the organization. He has him and Will McClay kind of keeping. They're kind of keeping Jerry. They're kind of keeping Jerry at bay a little bit, right? Hey, I don't but want. When Steven takes over this team. I'm gonna be. I might cry. <laughs> Look, I don't want to. I don't want to bust a bubble. Bust it. anyone's bubble. Bust it. I'm not a bubble buster. Okay. Bubble bust me. I promote bubbles. Uh, but let's think about this. When Jerry took over the Cowboys, he won the Super Bowl like th- three times in his fir- first four years as being an owner and then went on to build the most profitable sports franchise in history. Guys, gentlemen, I'll correct him in a second here. Go for it. Jerry, so yes, yes, you are correct. However... You look at the the issue, and this is only because I read his book. But I mean, Jim, without me finishing making my sorry. point, yeah, right. you go ahead. I was just going to say, Jer- Jer- Jerry Jones, the, 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 I think the big contention point is that Jerry Jones allowed somebody who had very good knowledge and insight into it. He allowed them in, let them cook, mm-hmm. and then saw what they were doing and then said, oh, I don't need you. I could put any coach in this uh, on this team. Jerry Jones walked into a kitchen with a, a roast that was about to come out of the oven. Yes. Okay. Well, sorry. So Jer- Jerry Jones. I mean, and I lo- I'm a Jerry boy. No, and listen, I, I like Jerry Jones. Uh, but Jerry Jones, he was right with Jimmy Johnson. Anybody could. Anybody with this team right now could win a Super Bowl, and then they won a Super Bowl. But there is that fall off. So you have the two Super Bowls that Jimmy Johnson won with the team. That's that, not the. With a yeah. team that Jimmy Johnson essentially established because J- Jerry Jones gave him like full access and and he wasn't allowed to interrupt. But then when Jimmy Johnson and Jerry broke apart, uh, Jerry basically took over and controlled everything with the team. So then you had those two years, possibly three years, with that same squad. They with another- with with Jimmy Johnson, they four Pete. Let's just say yeah. that. So yeah. The, yeah. with yeah. Jimmy Johnson yeah. still at, as the head coach, they win the year that uh, they lost to the Niners in the NFC Championship game, and they win the Super Bowl the following year. They, they forfeit. The, 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 problem, the problem with Jerry, and, and this is where I think you're going, Jerry Jones, and this is where EJ scared about Stephen Jones, is Jerry Jones paired with the right person at the helm. He was a great bit. He, he can made make, them, can make a most amazing business decision. Totally in revolutionized history. making, like, may, uh, is one of the contributors to making the NFL one of the most profitable sports leagues. Has the most profitable sports franchise. Revolutionized that. Like, there's no question yeah. about the business side of that. And again, you pair him mm-hmm. with like that really solid sports minded person, and allowing that sports person to say, "It's give good. me full access here yes. to to do what we need to do." 
Jerry Jones exactly. will risk. Jerry Jones will risk spending he, massive money on a one-year contract on a player if it's going to win them something. He just there's too much, too many other people that are that get are, him away. Just get him a little bit more away from controlling decisions, which I guess is a huge assumption, but I think it's kind of shared and allow the people that he's put in place and trusts yeah. or or is paying fucking a lot of money for allow them to actually fall on their own sword on their decisions. It, it's right? it's sad because like you look at somebody like Jerry Jones and uh he obviously ego gets in the way and he wants to have everybody say Jerry Jones is the smartest person in football because mm-hmm. of the team, right? And he thinks that at the time, with all the accolades that were going to Jimmy Johnson, he's like, "Well, I, you know, I want where's where's me? I'm the one who brought this team from being a failure to being the yeah. most profitable franchise. I want time in the limelight." Eventually, that probably would have flatlined, and he pro- he would have gotten whoa, his, whoa, 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 his sorry, not flatlined. Sorry, eventually he would have gotten his <laughs> flowers, and people would have given them the type of respect, and he could have done all of the things that he did. But again, when you're looking at ego and and money and and teams mm-hmm. and thinking you know what's right and think and and knowing all the conversations you have, things like that can cloud. And I bet I bet you anything he probably re- I bet you he regrets it. I bet you he regrets the way he has, but he's too far into it to. to yeah, pull it's, it it's like you you keep telling yourself the same lie over and over, and it becomes truth. I think that one thing though is Jimmy. I do Johnson it every day. And, I'm, in and shape, and I'm in shape. I'm in shape. I'm in shape. I'm in shape. Jimmy Johnson and Jerry Jones were friends all the way dating back to like Arkansas. Yep. So I think that Jimmy had that, that um, comfortability to, to, to go up to Jerry and be like, yo, I need this player. I need the Deion Sanders. I need the Charles Haley's, whatever, you know, bring these guys in and we can win. And for the longest time, it was yes men surrounding Jerry after the Jimmy Johnson era. And that's why we, we didn't win anything in the two thousands. And you know, now and, and Jason Garrett is the exact example of a yes man. He would yeah. do, he would literally say whatever he wanted to on the uh or not whatever he wanted to, but whatever he thought Jerry. he should say yeah. um on in press conferences and stuff like that. Now you got Mike McCarthy who and Dan Quinn who who is not afraid to go say, Hey, Dan no. Quinn, especially, yo, we need these guys, we need these guys to make a push. Mike, uh, yeah, big Mike. Uh, he he probably was reluctant to say like, hey, I can run, I can do this offensive stuff. We don't need Kellen Moore. We don't need this guy. But they tried it out. He agreed to it, and now it's his time to fall on the sword, like you guys were saying earlier, and say like, these are my marbles. This is what I'm going to put in. I believe in Dak. Yeah. I played with Aaron Rodgers. I or didn't play with him, but I coached Aaron Rodgers. I coached uh, Brett Favre. I put this trust in Dak Prescott here that he's gonna that he's gonna you know carry us to the promised land. Yeah. I could just imagine when uh, I could just imagine seeing uh, Mike McCarthy showing someone showing a tight end how to run a certain route and getting Aaron Rodgers to throw him a fucking fade or something. <laughs> 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 the best thing that could happen when the Stephen Jones era happens, which is going to happen for us in the next yep. decade, I imagine, oh, yeah. is he mm-hmm. gives Will McClay the GM position and says. Go for it. That, yes. That's the best. Ooh, that's yes. that's that's yes. the best thing that could happen. That's him so taking over as a GM is the worst thing that could happen. And he can he'll I'll leave st- it at that. He'll exactly. still have his little hot dog fingers in the mix. Hey uh, <laughs> guys, I I think we'll we'll have to roll. Whoa, hang on a second. How do you know that he has 
little hot dog fingers. Does I don't he? know. I'm going to have to investigate his fucking... <laughs> I'm already dancing to the, the outro. The, 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 okay, I'm putting the outro in. Uh, okay, but, but, Jones in his well, AI hands. <laughs> we'll roll the uh, the the uh, timeline or the uh, roadmap to the uh, Lombardi to uh, Sunday service, baby. Roadmap to the Lombardi. Here we Am go. Am I doing the shout-out? Yes, you do the shout-out, AJ. Shout us out. Adam, shout you us shout out. us out. Shout uh, for the Bandwagon Boys over here at the Millennium Falcon, for uh, Anthbess uh, out in uh, wherever the fuck he is, and our boy EJ <laughs> Savage, a.k.a. at Boys in the Zone, uh, rocking that Kansas City love. We are the Cowboys Can Fan Podcast. Check us out on Wednesdays and Sundays. We out. Peace. Two-hour extravaganza. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.